podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. You know the saying, stay hungry, stay humble. I'm humble in defeat, and I'm going to remain humble in victory. This is it, right? Saudi Beyonce Productions. I just wanted to put on a great boxing masterclass and also show the sweet science of this lovely sport. Man, the first time was so nice, I had to do it twice. But I'm prepared to the best of my capability and I pray that I get a win. Look at it, I love Mike Tyson, how he came into the game on some different kind of vibe. You know what I mean, man? It takes a crazy man to want to fight, you know what I mean, day in, day out. It's a hardcore sport, as you said, no silk shoes. What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Florida edition of the Boxer Voice Radio. It is 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we have a lot of boxing to preview and predict as this weekend is the Anthony Joshua, the big fight, and we'll see can he officially put this loss behind him and gain these heavyweight titles back. But I'm joined by King Amin of Essex, New Jersey. What it do? What's going on, champ? How you been? Hey, I can't complain, man. It's just like the old days, man. So... Everything on my end is good. I, I can't wait to get to, uh, you know, talk about what we've been doing, you know, both respectively and also with, within the sport of boxing, man. It's good to see you back in the captain's chair, man. For sure, man. Uh, I'm excited, man. This weekend is going to be a lot of boxing, but some significant fights, man. And, uh, you know, I, I just feel like if Joshua could get this win, Fury might come out of uh, retirement a little sooner rather than later. What's your thoughts, man? You think he stays retired or what? Definitely doesn't stay retired. It's Tyson Fury. So, you know, <laughs> he, he, he he's throwing us off. When, when he's saying that he's retired, he's saying that he, he doesn't see anything worthwhile. So, you know, some people have picked at that and said, oh, he's contradicting himself. Nah, he's keeping an iron in the fire. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, because because if the Ngannou fight comes through and they could make it something that's you know the Billy he asking about or you know if the the uh, the um, you know Joshua fight can come through, I think he would come out of retirement for either one of those. Shit, Klitschko came out of retirement. Everybody comes out of retirement for the big fight. That's right, man. Uh, honestly, I, I I'll be real. Like if if AJ wins, I I don't know. I don't know that I don't want Wilder AJ more than, you know, uh, AJ Fury. Again, if AJ wins, I know that everybody's going to want Undisputed, but um, I kind of want that Wilder fight, man. Deontay Wilder is back. I haven't been able to get your thoughts on the fact that, you know, 
Deontay Wilder, uh, whether or not the ayahuasca told him to come back or not, he's back. And uh, he's training in a UFC facility in Las Vegas, man. Uh, he brought, I think that's Don House, and he brought Malik Scott. And um, it's looking like, uh, you know, with Fury's retirement, people are speculating that the WBC might be put on the line for this uh, eliminator. But what's your thoughts, man? The Bronze Bomber's back. Yeah, and, and this is definitely exciting news. The heavyweight division, man, um, the big boys come out and play. And let me tell you something. When he announced it, um, you know, he, he finally got back into social media, made the nice announcement, had the nice photo, you know what I mean, with him and Hellenius and all of that. The AJ fight with Wilder and Hellenius is definitely, to me, bigger than the AJ and Fury fight. So, I mean, if they could make that happen, I, the one thing, I, I don't want to, you know, uh, put pessimism on it, but I wonder, has the negotiations, I know you talked about it earlier, because you don't miss a beat, you know, the Wilder side is not, you know, responding, and, and Hearn is reaching out, so hopefully... Um, this fight with Hellenius, with Wilder coming out victorious in the way that he enjoys doing so, with a nice stoppage, he feels the feet back up underneath him, you know, may maybe, he maybe he does pick up the phone, you know, sometimes you don't answer the phone from that chick until you got yourself together, you know, now you got the job and you got a nice car. I don't know that it was uh, a confidence booster that he needed, um, because if that's what he needed or that's what, you know, his team was looking for, they would have answered the phone. They would have, uh, you know, picked up the call to see what exactly Eddie wanted because rumor is Eddie wanted to give him a Chisora, Dillian White, AJ fight. So, uh, you know, those seem easier than uh, the Nordic Nightmare. Now, granted, I know technically speaking, Dillian White did beat Hellenius in a 12-round decision, so it, it could be an oxymoron to some for me to assume that you know, uh, the nightmare is more dangerous than the two opponents that are being, you know, uh, put up by Eddie. I, and I see why you could say that, because the, the, the presumption is that, number one, Deontay Wilder is the second best heavyweight out and that his power is the great equalizer. And, and there's certain things that he can do to make him, you know, maybe, a, you know, question number one, the ifs. Right. But I think that it's it's kind of a a slick murderer's row just because of the energy required. So Hellenius, he go through Hellenius. I would even say if he goes through Hellenius and maybe get like a Charles Martin, you know what I'm saying? Get a common opponent with, with AJ and then get to AJ. But the brawling he'd have to go through, you know what I'm saying? To get with, with, with Chisora. He got a brawl to get through Chisora. Then it's just a bad blood with White. Even though White could, you know, come in there and not necessarily... Be, be in any shape to deal with Wilder's power, I think that's a rougher road for sure. For sure, man. So, Hellenius does hold the win over Derek Chisora, over Sam Peters, and over Adam Kovnacki, and I think even uh, Efren uh, Tempa. Those are his biggest heavyweight wins. So, uh, I, I think he's a decent comeback fight for Deontay Wilder. I think uh, the perception is probably that he's more dangerous than uh, what he is because he's coming off of two back-to-back -back knockout losses, or rather, two back-to-back -back knockouts that he gave 
to Adam Kavnaki. Yeah, and, and one of them being the upset. And the first fight was the upset. The second one was like, this is no aberration. And, you know, him, you know, feeling like he might have some insight on Wilder having been in camp with him. Confidence sometimes is, is, is a lot. And I think, you know, the other side of that is Wilder needs to be in there with a fighter that is confident. In order for us to see what Wilder we have in front of us, he needs to be in there against a guy that's confident. I think Hellenius is confident. And I think that, um, you know, is he, is he a live dog at all? I don't know. I'd give him like a 35% chance because he can box, you know? Hellenius. Yeah, 35%. I give him I give him more of a chance. I don't know that this was the smart move. Uh you know, I I get it. There's a sense of familiarity there. So there's like, let's go with the opponent that we know. But that comfort could also be his undoing, you know, because you think you know him, because you think you've taken the power. Now that headgear comes off. Now those gloves reduce in size and you do get caught with something and it feels different than when you were practicing. It's not the same. So uh, we got to see. We got to see that Wilder isn't taking this guy too lightly because he knows him intimately from being a sparring partner. Let's be real. He was the lead sparring partner for the last Fury fight. Yeah, yeah, and and I think like you said that that comfort that comfort could lull you to sleep because Hellenius might have been saying, "Man, you still won't throw that jab and set up the power. You still and, and and I'm but I'm not paid to hurt you. I'm not paid to counter the, in the mistakes that I see. You know, so he you know I'm not saying like he was taking it easy on Wilder, but certainly, you know I think he has some perspectives where he feel like he's a hell of a lot more than a, a even a fifty fifty. You know, for sure. No, it's it's going to be extremely interesting to see uh, how Deontay Wilder not only looks, but performs. You know, um, there is some footage already that's been released. I'm going to Malik Scott's Instagram so that we can go ahead and get a, a, a firsthand look at what's been released. This is the Instagram of Malik Scott. And this is your people have been fighting for 400 years. The newest footage that's out. Wilder definitely working on that one, two. Definitely turning the hook and that right hand over, using torque from the waist. You know, turning the whole body over on that right. Uh, so definitely the delivery and the technique starting to sharpen up under the tutelage of Malik Scott. And uh, this is probably what they needed all along. I'm sure that you, I, many, you know, YouTube coaches were suggesting don't go into the Fury fight. Use some of this technique that you're picking up with Malik Scott and implement that in the fight. Put it together. Make sure you can use it before going into the Fury. Obviously, we couldn't have it that way. We had to go into the rematch or lose the title. So he went into the rematch, but I, I would have preferred this route. Um, I like what I see from the combination of Malik Scott and Deontay Wilder. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how many fights Malik and Wilder can get out of each other and together and what sort of success they can have. Uh, I am very disappointed to see them working out in the UFC boxing uh, facility. 
you know, uh, Zufa getting promoted, UFC continuing to getting promoted. These fighters, I don't understand what's what like what's wrong with them. Like I don't see Dana White promoting them. I don't see MMA fighters working out in their gyms and giving their brand publicity. But it is what it is, man. Hopefully, one day well, they'll me, understand. You know, one one thing you you pointed out about how long you know uh, these guys can you know work together, Malik Scott and, and Wilder. They had success. It just, like you said, it was too much too soon. The success was the proof. What was that? The fifth round of that fight when he put Fury down twice. Yeah, that was the the proof of the success. And again, I, I you know, we all wish that he could have took this fight with Hellenius. You know what I'm saying? Before that fight, but um, you know, I, I I think Wilder has as long as he feels like doing it. And I think one thing you talk about why is he in the UFC gym? I think he's been doing well to protect his brand. A lot of people, you know, didn't like the, you know, how he responded to the loss, but people want to see him. And so maybe just going into that UFC, just tiptoeing in there, he's gauging the climate to see, well, well, how much, you know, everybody likes analytics. How much, you know, response, what kind of response am I getting from people seeing me in this UFC gym? What kind of speculation is that? And what does that do for the Deontay Wilder brand? I hope you're right, man. I hope they think in that far. I hope uh, all this is a, a plan to build up the brand. But, you know, I see the buildup of the UFC. The UFC is the only entity here that is getting highlighted. Uh, their facility is being used by boxers more and more. Um and cool, you know, it is what it is. If you could get something uh, that's going to benefit you, then I guess do it. But uh, boxing really needs to wake up. They need to create their own facility, their own location. Um, it's two different sports for a reason. But nonetheless, Terrence Crawford is a man of his word. Uh, he did reach out. He said, look, I ain't forget. I know I owe you an interview. Let me know. And I'm like, nah, champ. Nah. I want my interview in the gym or in studio. So he said he cool with that. So I I'm just waiting, man. If they ever announce this fight, which feels like it's not getting announced. We're talking about Deontay Wilder being back. He's back on Fox Pay-Per-View October 15th. That fight is official. Keller Plant and Anthony Durrell on the undercard. But now that's an October pay-per-view slot mixed in with two September pay-per-view slots. Canelo, Triple G, Ruiz, Ortiz. King Amin of Essex, do you believe that we still get yet another fourth pay-per-view in November being Crawford and Spencer? Is that fight dead in the water for this year? And, and keep in mind, Tank has to fight in December again. So if somehow he gets it done with Ryan, that's another pay-per-view in December. Like, is this the quarter where we see six pay-per-views in four months? Uh, I mean, I guess the real question is, if we get the fights, does it matter if it's pay-per-view? Because, you know, we want the Spence and Crawford fight, but I, I think... 
if they guarantee, guarantee in boxing, right? I'm full of shit. <laughs> if they say that it's scheduled for January, you know, January of 2023, I think I'd be satisfied. But the fight, you know, we, we'd have to see, you know, not see contracts. We just have to be as certain as we can be. Um, Tank and Ryan, that's one that could come out of nowhere, but I don't see that one likely happening. So I think, you know, we want to round it out with four pay-per-views, but um, if we got six, I mean, I can't be mad. You know what I'm saying? I got to see them all. I don't have any choice. Nah, I mean, you know, that's where I'm at. I'm definitely uh, willing to pay. I just don't know that they will do that many. Do you think boxing as a sport is capable of two in September, one in October, one in November, one in December? No, no, absolutely not. The, the sport is not capable. The fan base is too um, skeptical. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going to be, you know, it's not enough on the undercard, but it, the, the crown jewel of it, we got to get the crown jewel, the main event, the big fights that we want. If we got it in a scenario like that, I don't think we could much worry about, uh, you know, the fact that they're pay-per-view, but the networks are not going to do that. So, you know, how we feel and what we want, that goes out the window. I don't think the networks, because then who is that going to be? Uh, that's going to be Showtime asking us. Showtime would have a lot of news well, asking us. I think it's possible with, with, with Wilder going to Fox, you're still leaving money on the table for Showtime to buy the the Crawford-Spence fight. And, and we all know Showtime is in the business with Tank. So are they going to pass up on Tank's fight? Or are they going to pay... To, to air Tank's fight. And, and and you know, Tank and Ryan haven't really been talking back and forth in the media anymore. Are they almost done with negotiations? Does that fight get finalized for December? I, I, I'm just preparing us for what's to come. It sounds like we got a, 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 a shit wave of pay-per-view dollars to spend in the fourth quarter. So how does Ryan get away from the zone or 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 if that fight happens or do you think that it's it's the other I, direction? He doesn't get away from him. I mean, I, I think that uh Joe Makrowski made it clear when he and Espinosa were going back and forth on social media that 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 uh they don't normally talk business in 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 public, but that so uh, Espinosa is wrong. Ryan is under contract uh, and he wouldn't come out and say that publicly. Unless A, he was, and B, they were not ready to let Ryan cross the street. You know, uh, it will have to be a co-promotion. They are in the pay-per-view business now. Eubank Jr.'s pay-per-view, Triple G Canelo is pay-per-view. They can do Tank Ryan pay-per-view. Uh, let's hope they do, man. Let's hope they do. It seems like it's, uh, it's a possibility of it happening. I, I do. Do maybe do a poll on that. Have somebody do a poll. Are we paying for six pay-per-views this year? I mean, really the question is, are you? You know, oh, yeah. I, I, I polled it this morning. You know, you got your guys out there that are gonna steal it. You know, um, I'm just, uh, at this age, I'm just not trying to steal, man. 
Yeah, I, I need to see it. You know what I'm saying? I, I really don't, you know, it, on a slide, I don't need nothing buffering on me. I don't want to come back and I got to I gotta call somebody younger than me to hook me up. <laughs> I don't got time for that. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely paying for it, man. I, I, would, I would definitely like to see that, especially if we got, again, those two bookend fights. If we got Tank and whatever he's doing in December, especially if it's Ryan, and we got Spencer Crawford. My money's in. Now... How, uh, I mean, does boxing fail us? Um, is there disappointment? What is the sport feeling as a whole if we don't get this Crawford-Spence fight in November or this year? Can that fight, can it last Will will people still care by March of next year? Can they do it first quarter next year and it still be okay? Well, these guys, are they going to be inactive? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think they can take other... It would have to be, like, spectacular fights in the interim, and I think people would still be frustrated, but there's always a catch. You know what I'm saying? If you say, just for argument's sake, you say uh, Terrence Crawford, I don't know what his situation, but suppose he's a free agent and he's willing to do business with the zone. Um, Connor Ben, after he comes back from whatever he does, remember, he's not, you know, nothing, nothing happened to him because he went up in weight. He's still good at welterweight. So they got either Virgil Ortiz or Connor Ben, just because Crawford's a free agent. Suppose we get that fight and then Spence and Thurman, you know, um, if those two fights happen because Crawford and Spence is not happening. Who's going to be mad at that? I know I'm not, you know, again, that's just a pure hypothetical but, I mean, this fight's becoming a hypothetical. So I don't yeah. see what the difference is. Yeah, man. Um, we'll see. We'll see, man. There's, there's only a few more months left. We are in August. We're one month away exactly from the Canelo fight. Um, and, and, and I'm sure once that's out the way, that's going to open the floodgates for all the, the smaller, you know, pay-per-view attractions to uh, to come about. Yeah, man. So, I mean, the biggest news, I think, is that um, on the day that Deontay Wilder comes back, boxing fans not only get the treat of the Bronze Bomber, one of the most exciting heavyweights back in the ring, but the rematch for Undisputed is back. And it is official. There will be a press conference in Melbourne to announce the fight August 22nd. So I don't even know what that means. Like, is Devin and 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 and, and Bill flying to Melbourne and they're announcing, or is it gonna be some sort of satellite where Cambosos is in Australia and Devin and Bill who Last I checked, Bill FaceTimed me yesterday. He FaceTimed me yesterday just to tell me that he beat up a Dominican, that, that Devin just put hands on a Dominican. And I ain't going to say who because I like to keep my boys eye. But uh, he's like, yeah, ain't that your boy? Ain't that your boy? Um, What's his name? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what happened? He's like, yeah, yeah, we just beat the fuck out of him. I'm like, well, damn. All right. Uh, So... That would be interesting if they're flying to Australia. But, uh, you know, what do you think about 
Obviously, the rematch with Devin Haney is happening. They're going to do a press conference to officially announce it. So, so that's taking place. And then it's taking place the same day. Um, so for me, as a boxing fan, I'm happy. I get, I get boxing midday. I get boxing evening. But what's your thoughts? Yeah, man, I'm with it. I'm totally with that fight. And you know what? We get this fight out of the way. We get this fight out of the way. You know, maybe some people thought there was some sort of magic. Bob Father has something. He was going to, you know, maybe uh, get Cambosis to move out the way. But there's too much money on the table, too many commitments. And we get this one, you know, on the same night. But but it's going to be a different, uh, what is it? It's probably going to be like 11 o'clock the card starts like it did last time, right? So full I'm day assuming. of boxing. Full day. Full day of boxing, man. How, how can we go wrong with that for undisputed? You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And then we grew right into the big men in the evening. I'm psyched for it, man. I'm psyched for it. That's going to be a hell of a weekend. October's yep. going to be crazy. What are you expecting from Cambosos? He's gone dark, man. I know I know he's focused. You know? I know he's focused. He, he, he probably went back into that same line. Like, wow, you're in the limelight. I'm in the dark. I'm in the trenches. You know, so he's trying to get back to good graces. Um, can he make the adjustments, or is Devin I, just too good? Devin's just too good, man. I, I don't see what he can do other than, you know, get himself more definitively outworked. You know what I'm saying? I don't think, you know, I mean, it would be crazy. I'm not going to go out here and say Devin could stop him. What I'm saying, Cambosis can't change anything except, what, try to outbox him? No try to be more aggressive, that might not work. He may get mad at doing So, you know, if he just goes out there and just, I say just go for it. You know, what? what is go for it going to look like for him? Pretend he T.O. Pretend Devin is T.O. and try to just <laughs> cut the ring off on him. Try to get a little messy if he can. Take some chances. Try to use a little Marcos Maidana type, you know, toughness. And, and if that doesn't work, man, you just, you know, but I, I, it's not doubting his skill set. Devin Haney just fi had him figured out with the jab. Some people think that's boring, but that's master class. And if you don't like it, then, you know, I, I don't know. You, you just have to respect that some people are not interested with wasting energy and, and getting hit. They want to go in there and be clean and get up out of there. How does ESPN make this fight interesting to you again? Uh, or, or, you know... I don't know. Does it not matter? Well, I think it's interesting because we want to see how well Devin Haney can do. They're going to do a lot of, oh, Cambosis, this is, you know, he's used to fighting as the underdog. Maybe he doesn't do well fighting from on top, that kind of thing. You know, he could not fade into obscurity, but, you know, he could be forgotten after such a great triumph over T. It's going to be a whole thing. They're going to have Joe Tessitore with the voice in the background. But, um... You know, they got Tim Bradley speak on it. But, again, it's wondering what Devin Haney's next step is. Because Cambosis, he's not done. He's just out of the picture when it comes to Undisputed. We just want clarity for Undisputed. We're not throwing him away. We're not calling him a gate. We're not nothing disrespectful. He's just going to be out of the way when we talk about claims to Undisputed. Then we could look at Loma. You know what I'm saying? Then we could look at whatever Ryan and or Tank is doing at 135. That's what we can focus on. Speaking of Loma, uh, your thoughts, man. Jermaine Ortiz is rumored to have gotten the shot at the comeback at the White Wolf. Loma, 
will be taking on the undefeated Jermaine Ortiz, coming off the biggest win of his career, uh, where he got the win over Jamel Herring. Um, what's your thoughts on Jermaine Ortiz as a fighter? And um, is this exactly what Loma needs, or could he have possibly bitten off more than he can chew in this particular tune-up? Yo, Jermaine Ortiz, Jermaine the Technician Ortiz. I call him uh, a poppy, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, after that win over Adorno, he's been on the upswing, and, and Top Ring has a way of giving fighters, when they kind of match you in a 50-50 fight, if, if you shine, they'll continue to elevate you. The win over Herring, I think that was a very good, very decisive win. Now he gets Loma. This is an opportunity because he's already playing with house money, so if he loses... Again, no no disrespect to him, but was he supposed to win against Loma? I mean, he's certainly looking like that level of fighter. And we also want to see if Loma is still ready and able to handle the young dogs. Maybe people looked at the fight with Comey and said, well, you know, Comey been in there with a couple wars. You know, so this is definitely a fighter that's on the upswing. And the young fighter sometimes, money, it's so. not stupid. I want to say they're too ignorant to think they can lose. They may be grateful to say, yo, they really going to put me in there with Loma? They don't think that they're being fed. So I, I feel like Jermaine Ortiz will give Loma a, a handful. And if Loma, you know, dusts him up pretty good, you know, he, he he's on track to get back into that discussion about undisputed. And wouldn't that be crazy? Again, Loma was never undisputed. Let's clarify that. But he still will be in that conversation. Yeah, man, he 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 gets a lot of love as if he did undispute. Um, but so you're saying Jermaine Ortiz, he's supposed to lose, so it doesn't matter. It's a win-win situation. No, what I'm saying is, a lot of people, if you ain't been paying attention to him, they're gonna think he's supposed to lose. But I'm saying I've seen him since Adorno. He's coming in there to win. He's already felt disrespected you know as far as being matched up like okay i'm the b-side y'all bringing me in here as an opponent so his position against loma he is definitely you know he will have it in his mind that he's brought in there to lose but he will feel like he has a much better chance than anybody will give him i'm being one of those people that gives him a great chance yeah. you know uh loma i'm not saying he's experienced any slippage he's just getting older when things get older it's a little bit different. I'm not, I'm not even going to talk about the distractions, this and that, Ukraine. I'm not, not on the political, but just, just on the practical. Maybe, you know, he's a little slower or maybe he's just hitting that stride. So Jermaine Ortiz is a great fighter to test, a litmus test, as they say. We'll see where Loma's at. Yeah, man. Uh, Jermaine, man, taking a huge step up. You know, I thought when... Uh, we were trying to guess who he's getting to fight with. I, all this time, I'm thinking it was Nakathelia. You know, I'm thinking it was Nakathelia because, you know, the uncle kind of was like, yeah, man, there's a fight out there that, 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 that turned down Jermaine. So we got caught up on who didn't want to fight Jermaine and not who Jermaine could have potentially been fighting, which obviously the bomb later was dropped by Michael Coppinger that, Jermaine would be in the ring with Lomachenko, which is a, is, is a great fight, you know, for Jermaine. A great opportunity for him. And uh, like you said, Loma gets you, to knock off the dust. 
What do you think about uh, his chances? Jermaine's? Yeah. Oof, man. Very difficult, man. Like, obviously, he, 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 he overperformed in that Heron fight. But Heron is not Loma. Now, he is Loma in age, man. You know, I mean, the technician could pull this one off if everything happens to fall in the right place for him. Because, again, he is younger. He is undefeated. You know, Loma's coming off of a layoff. He's got the whole Ukrainian off shit or Ukrainian army shit in his mind. You know, uh... Is there Russ? Is this timing on? Maybe he's catching Loma at the perfect time, bro. Factor in inactivity, little bit of Russ, mind not completely focused, and then all of a sudden, you're the right age. I don't know. He could he could have his number. That night could be uh, Jermaine Ortiz's night. Who knows? If I'm being truthful, the last time I picked against Loma was against Comey, and he absolutely body Comey. Yeah. I'm, I'm not doing that again. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not doing that again. And I feel like Jermaine Ortiz would have to do a lot. He would have to just kind of, you know, weather some, fur- some flurries, try to cut the ring off. It's a lot of things he'd have to do uh, before he can get to the point because – Look at what it took for, for, for Teal to beat him. You know, Teal had to be perfect. Yeah. And he was. And, and, and I'm not saying Jermaine can't do it, but he certainly has the size. He certainly has got Teal frame. And that's one thing I was looking at. He's taller. You know, he kind of got that wide frame. Um, so he can mimic some of those things and perhaps be successful. But he's, he's really going to have to want it every moment of every round because Loma doesn't stop punching and he don't stop moving. And usually he's doing both of them shits at the same time. Mad Bet 100 with a $5 super chest says, Haney versus George doesn't matter. Tank versus whoever is all that matters. Jermaine spanks Loma. Uh, we'll see. We'll see, man. You you will be called the oracle if that comes true because I don't think anyone is expecting Jermaine to spank Lomachenko. But uh, we, we, we shall see. We shall see. Be a hell of an upset. We got to get market down. What's today? August 18th. Mad Vince said it. If it happens. Mm-hmm. That um, is crazy. But what will be just as crazy as Mad Bent calling it is Floyd. The title says it. Damn, Floyd, why'd you do it? And I know a lot of people are obviously thinking of the most popular Floyd Mayweather, but I'm talking Floyd Schofield signing a promotional deal with Golden Boy, and I and I just don't understand why would this young African American man do this? Uh, as long as I've been in boxing, people have been complaining that Bob and Oscar don't know how to promote the African American. Um, I can't even remember the last African-American that Golden Boy had. Oh, yeah. Big Meech and Lamont Roach. Rashidi. Rashidi. And Rashidi Ellis. 
who just got out of contract because it was so bad over there. So it is a co-promotion. He's still with the San Antonio base Davies Entertainment, but it is in now co-promotion with Golden Boy and Floyd Schofield will headline a main event, Golden Boy Fight Night on the Zone, October 20th, live from Fantasy Springs Resort and Casino. But remember, this this the zone, this fight night on the zone, this is like their version of like Showbox and Friday Night Fights. So they're they're giving them a you know a showbox to uh headline but no opponent announced yet more details will be shared uh shortly but i i'm just lost man his father struck me as someone that was paying attention to this sport so i'm 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 lost i'm lost i, I mean big meech he got nothing he got nothing in it and if you want to say that in some world ending up in a Jaime Munguia fight is the pinnacle of your career and that Oscar did right by you as a promoter, then okay. Then Big Meech made it to the creme de la creme because he got a Jaime Munguia non-title fight. Uh, Rashidi Ellis plagued with at least two years of inactivity before finally being released. That in no way, shape, or form could be uh, noted as a successful promoted career. And uh, Lamont Roach, maybe he got an opportunity or one. I don't know. Maybe. I think that, I think Lamont got an opportunity at someone with a decent name. Maybe a Jojo Diaz or something. Who'd he lose to? It was, you know, he just fought recently, actually. Um... Uh, it might have been on that same card, the same card with uh, Munguia and Ballard. Yeah, man. Um, I just can't think of any one that they've promoted well of African-American descent. And even women, you know. Um, Tunisia. I'm pretty sure they lost Franchon Cruz Desern, the unified champ at the time. And then uh, Peter Kahn took her to matchroom and she became an undisputed champ, you know, and she was African-American. And Sinisa Estrada, who's not African-American, also left Golden Boy. So I am just lost. And I wish it was lost for words, but I'll stop there. I think I've said enough about Floyd Schofield and his decision to sign the Golden Boy. Let's hope for his sake, that I am all wrong. You know? That's all we can do. But uh, what 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 are well, your thoughts, man? Well, I wish him good luck. I know they got roots from Jersey City. You know what I mean? So shout out to them. I think maybe they're, you know, hinging it on. I'm being Golden. told Shane Mosley Jr., is he still with Golden Boy or was he let go? Or was he, you know... Did he stop? I don't know. What the hell? I mean, he, it, whether he is or isn't, how's that working out for him? 
know. So either way, I, well, I would stick to right now. He is in position though. That's why I'm asking. Like, remember, he just won like a WBA, uh, maybe Continental something. He beat Gabe. Uh, you know, that's his biggest win. So yeah, you know, there's 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 been soft talks and rumors of a, a Berlanga matchup. So. Yeah, I mean, for Shane, he's looking all right, but, you know, that's like, what, one of five? Yeah, it's not really looking good over there. I, I can't give, you know, the only thing I could say, maybe, you know, being based in Texas and, and, and trying to, you know, merge whatever Floyd's audience is with, you know, got to be real. He want a Mexican audience. He want the numbers. He want the demographic. So in his mind... I want the demographic. Let me sign with the Golden Boy and see if I can get something popping. So, you know, it's but it again, I I don't I don't see that deal weighing out. But if somehow they can leverage it, you know, um, good luck to them. Yeah, man. Like I said, I wish Floyd Schofield the best, and uh, hope that that, that 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 I'm wrong, and 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 it works out for him. Um, what else do we have here to discuss? Uh, Anthony Joshua rejects talks of retirement if he loses the Usyk rematch. And, and it, this poor man, you know, he can do no wrong or excuse me, no right. Right. It's like they've twisted his words now. And it's like, oh, Anthony is is bracing for a loss because he talks about not retiring if he loses. So they're like, oh, look, he's thinking about losing already. And it's like, damn, bro, just let my man fight. Like, man, some of these fans need to get in the ring for real and 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 really swing, man, because it's, it's, it, it, it starts to get a little bit unfair that just anyone hey. can say anything. Let me ask you about AJ. He's one of those guys that fight to the level of opponent. I, mean, I talked about um, Cambosas. Is AJ a guy that needs to be under the gun in order to to get lit? Like, could, could we see that this weekend? Maybe, man. Maybe he's one of those guys that can't get up for certain faces. You know, Usyk does have that friendly face. He's dancing in a lot of his videos. He's always making noises and different voiceovers and shit. Uh, and Andy was the same way. A little fat, nice kid. So, you know, uh, maybe AJ does need that. You know, he does need to get like mad and shit to get that dog out of him. I, I don't know. I'm, a, I'm hoping that's what they brought Robert on, man, to learn how to Call upon that 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 angry man, you know, that bad man. Hopefully, he could call upon his little bad man and uh, put some hands on Usyk, man. What do you think? Does that fight make it past the ten and a half? Cause I got yeah. some killer parlays, man. Yeah, it's gonna make it past the ten and a half. And again, I got I got AJ pulling this one out. I think that the, the bulkiness and all the shit that people see. It, Plus Usyk's outfit, you know, I'm counting him out. The ah, outfit and the haircut. The outfit and the haircut. He do look like a genie popped out a lamp and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's cool. I, I love Usyk. I love his personality. He, the man can box. 
I just think that he might have gave away some of his best, you know, assets, you know, by, by putting on that extra bulk. And all AJ really got to do, if, if in fact it's all in AJ's head, if in fact he needed, you know what I'm saying, his, uh, his Tio Roberto to give him some, you know, aggression, right, make him pull his socks up, then this is going to be the move. Fight like a big man, you know, push him around, you know, get rough with him and, and avoid, you know, the, the slips. So avoid letting, letting uh, Use get out of there. Don't let him don't let him, you know, give you nothing without taking nothing back and just keep roughing him up. I think he can do it. Yeah, man. Um We'll see. We'll see, man. You know, it's it, it's hard for AJ. Like I said, he can't he can't win for losing and and, and you know, it, it, it it's he's always being scrutinized. Uh but it is what it is. That'll all change if he can get that win you know he'll be right back in the driver's seat and uh in another big fight man i know that that fight with him and aj will be huge um at least on, in certain parts of the world if it's uh ever able to be finalized On the undercard of that one, though, man, do, do we, we want to get to a few few fights on the on undercard? Yeah, no, I got actually the undercard pulled up, and uh, well, actually, I had the Joe Joyce undercard information pulled up. Let me find the uh, Usyk AJ. I know they have quite a few good fights, actually. Um, I remember. Sabidi Spung. Spung somehow had travel issues now. So he's out. James the Beast Wilson is in. That still sounds like a fun fight. So I'm I'm interested in how Tabidi does with the Beast. Um I hear the Beast is chinny. So, you know, I'd, I I I want to see how that plays out. Obviously, I'm super invested and interested in the Hergovich versus uh, Zilly Zhang fight. Uh, I'm hoping the Big Bang can last that five and a half and and get the kitty a little bit bigger. Um, am I missing any other undercard fight of significance? Well, you got Ramla Ali. You know, I've always got to touch on women's boxing. Ramla Ali, um, she's in there. I'm not really sure of her opponent, but she's literally one of the most active fighters in boxing, period. Forget about women's boxing, boxing, period. And, you know, she's in Dubai. She'll be the first woman to fight professionally in Dubai. So big ups to Ramla Ali and women's boxing on that card for sure. Mm. Yeah, I never, uh, I think I've seen her fight one time. You know, if you're if you're if you're with Matchroom, you usually get active as a female. You got Ebony Bridges very active. Um Shannon Sky Courtney, Nicholson. Sky Nicholson, I mean, even uh Alicia Bumgarner signed to them and, and got extremely active. Shout out to Danny that was in Detroit with Alicia Bumgarner and with Tony Harrison. Uh this afternoon so hopefully you joined our patreon and were already a member and put in your question and had it asked to those two fighters 
by Ringwalk Danny. I got Ken Stone with a 199 Super Chat. He says, Big Loma, Herb, Callum, Sergey, Navarrete by KO. So that's a long play parlay because Loma ain't even got his fight official. Um, and I don't know what Sergey he's talking about. Who? What Sergey's? What, any Sergey's fighting? You know? Yeah, Lipinets. Oh yes, yes. I hope that fight goes past the eight and a half. That's all I care about, honestly. Yeah, that one goes past eight and a half. Yeah, and, and Callum Smith is fighting who? I'm telling you, when you win Matchroom, you get hella hella pass fights, Meryl. Callum Smith resume. I'm about to Google this shit, like. Who's he fought, man? My man is just like Lenny Castillo, Hassan and Dom. I mean, yo, bruh, who is this dude fighting? They just be giving out checks over there, man. Callum Smith, let's see. If he, I mean, because I don't even understand. Like, he, he fought Lenny. So why is he in another tune-up? Look. He's fighting Matthew Bardalik. That's crazy. And what do you what think about uh, Richard Richard Rivera? Have, have you seen a Badu Jack's opponent? I think it's Puerto Rican cat from, from Massachusetts or Connecticut. I think it's from Connecticut, Hell actually. Hell yeah, Popeye, man. That's happening on this card? Yeah. I mean, that's a big step up for him, but 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 Badu is old, man. And Badu's moving up the cruiserweight. Badu's moving up the cruiserweight. And that's that's Popeye's division. He been there. But yeah. but he been he been he's a he's a club fighter. You know what I'm saying? He ain't get out that club circuit yet. This would be the first fight to break him out of that. Yo, I thought motherfucking Callum Smith beat Lelin Castillo, man. This dude only had one fight since the Canelo fight, and that was damn near a year ago. And this is what I'm saying. So, y'all kept him inactive for a year, so now you're going to throw him another tune-up. So he got back-to-back, nobody cares fights. These just free checks. Gilberto Castillo Rivera, that's what I'm I'm showing. And now he's fighting Matthew Bandalike, Bandalike, some shit like that. Like oh, this shit is retarded. But that's that matchroom shit, man. Pacheco ain't been in a decent. I don't know one of what. Do you know any of the Diego opponents? Nah, man, not for nothing. You know, no I, somebody told me a long time ago, if you if you don't have a social media, like, you're not really trying to make no waves. You're not trying to market yourself. I don't know any of his opponents. They don't have no social media. What Can't about Ray him. Savage? What, Ray Ford? The only one that I know that got real names is all Ammo. Like, he fought Mama's Boy and, like, one other dude, right? Yeah, the cat from uh, Ohio he just fought. Ohio. Yeah, it was a um the boxer boxer type dude, but he stopped him. Dude with cornrows. I can't remember the guy's name. I gotta pull up on box rack. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, but 
Um, and Ray Ford. That's a damn a- shame. Look at Big Nick. That horrible dog shit of a fight is the final eliminator for better beef. So Callum gets a better beef shot off a loss in two dog shit fights. That's retarded, man. So this Callum fight with Matalik, this guy, he's for a shot against better beef? That's what Big Nick is saying. That's what Big Nick is saying, man. I, I I have no clue, man. I have no clue, man. At, shout out to Callum Smith, man, for showing us that he never wanted no real smoke. Because <laughs> he got two straight tune-ups and some eliminator. Keller Plant coming back off a Canelo knockout fight and Anthony Durrell. Shout out to them, man. Sure. Hey, uh, what you think about uh, Gutierrez and uh, Garcia, man, on that, on that, uh, the, on the Figueroa Lipinets card? Nah, you talking about the dude that beat Colbert? Yeah, versus the guy that was supposed to fight Colbert. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, that's funny. They ain't put no line out for that, man. That shit is flying under the radar. Uh, I'm going with the Dominican, man. I got to see him train. I got to see his mindset. He not your typical Dominican. He he all in the God and shit. He don't go out. So hopefully that no translates. Oh, yeah, no hookah lounges <laughs> for him. Hopefully that translates into the ring. You know, he with Bobby Santos. They keeping him sharp. But I don't see a line for that. You said that's happening on the 21st. Yeah, that's on... Um, and as yeah. I say it, they go right there. The over-under, the over... Is ten and a half. They fucking wowing. Yeah, I don't think that fight ends in stoppage. Yo, so they don't. So nah, but listen, they don't. They don't care that Hector won. He, they don't have him stopping this guy early. They saying they saying this is going over ten and a half because it's damn near three to one minus minus three you know minus two ninety four. Gutierrez is plus money by KO and by decision on mybookie.ag using the code BETTVB. Um and Hector Lewis is plus money by KO and minus money minus one hundred eleven by decision, which is I guess good if you believe you're getting the decision. How long has Gutierrez been out the ring, though? He must uh, got some rust. My man been having that position for so long. Definitely some rust. And, and you know, he, he's easy to hit. You know what I'm saying? Garcia's a little bit more defensive than Gutierrez. Gutierrez likes to stay in the fire and try to, you know, dance in between the punches. Whereas, you know, I see Garcia, you know, Punching him and moving a little bit more. Gutierrez is going to like to come forward. So I think, you know, and, and you know, maybe he ain't used to getting punched coming forward, but it's definitely going 12 rounds. I don't see a stoppage either way in this fight at all. Yeah, the odds indicate that it will uh, go to the, the distance. Uh, you know, it says, will this fight go to the distance? Yes, minus 222. 
So you're, you're right about that for sure. Uh, but Better Beave uh, is injured. No real details given on his injury, but he can no longer defend his title versus Anthony Yard. And uh, yeah, he's out. He's out. And I'm sure that the, the sanctioning bodies are going to give him a pass as he's their unified champ. Um, but now what does Yard do? Does he just sit around and wait? Or does he, you know, find an opportunity? Yo, mark my words. The WBA is going to give him an interim title shot. Oh. The WBA love doing that shit. Yeah. If nobody else don't do it, that's the WBA will give him an interim title shot and say, hey, you, you're going to wait for this fight, right? Because didn't didn't uh, they allow it? Didn't they allow it? Negotiations for it? Uh, I, 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 you know, I believe it was the WBO. Okay. That well, he was uh, highly ranked in and, 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 and was the mandatory... Uh, Brandon is saying that he had surgery. Yeah, so I think whatever, you know, the, the WBO, they don't do that interim bullshit, you know what I'm saying? But I just, I don't know if I was just putting smut on the WBA's name, but I, I, I think Yard, who's he going to sit around and fight? Were they going to put him in? Wasn't he just an eliminator, or is there an eliminator they're going to put him in? I, I don't know what they're going to do because this fight was supposed to happen, but now Better Beef is out till at least 2023, I think. So uh, I'm just asking, like, what does Yard do? What, where does he go? I don't know. Uh, who else in the division is not busy, you know? Um I, I, I honestly, I, I'm not even sure, but I don't think uh, Yard will take. I don't think Yard will take the sh the chance against anyone else. You know, history shows us that he would rather wait for his shot at the bigger name. Yeah, I agree. Again, unless some outside chance, I'm just throwing shit in the game because boxing is funny. Now, like Big that. Fish Vega is saying that there that there's talks of Anthony Yard in a tune-up in November, and that's what I'm saying. I knew he wouldn't take the risks and 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 pass up that opportunity with a bigger name, uh, you know. So I figured he'd be in, a, in another tune-up opportunity, tune-up situation. You know, it's crazy, that, bro. We get we get hella tune-ups. Could that be something that he does stateside to kind of you know introduce the name yeah, or right. maybe take him over to Canada or, or what? I don't know, man. I, I'm done. I'm done expecting or wanting these guys to come. I don't think that's you know of importance to them as much as the fight and the money. You know. As to the location. Yeah, we'll see what Anthony Yard is doing, man. I, 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 you know, I like Anthony Yard. I think after, once he finally get his big shot against Better Beef, I'm not going to say he got to go away, but he's one of those guys that you got to see where he's at. Definitely got to see where he's at because the, the light heavyweight division, he's been around for a little minute. And, you know, I, we're dealing with Frank Warren, though. I don't want to blame Frank Warren, but Frank Warren don't always get you where you need to be. But apparently he's done something, 
you know, for Yard. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely put Yard in position and, and and in position to make some decent money. He made good money with that 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 Kovalev fight. So uh yeah, you know, he's alright. He's alright. But uh moving on, let me see here what else we got before we start to wrap things up. Um Robisi Ramirez is possibly going to be fighting Jesse Magdaleno, which is, it's crazy, kind of, you know. I mean, I know Jesse needs an opportunity back. He's a former world champ. He suffered his loss to Isaac Dogbay. Uh, But for Robizi, it's like I'm coming off of this Abraham Nova undefeated win. How does this make sense? Would this be his first former world champion? And that's... I guess the way that it makes sense is like, you know, it's his first former. Yeah. Remember, Robisi, you know, the, the win over Abraham Nova was redemption. You know, that was to say, I still belong. I'm good. I'm revitalized, retooled. I'm here. Yeah. So now you, you give him a former champion and he says, all right. I, you know, he beats a Magdaleno. Now he deserves a shot. You know, so I think that's fair. I think that, that's a very fair trajectory. And again, this is what Top Rank does. Had a conversation the other day, man. Top Rank, they do a pretty good job of their matchmaking because it's usually up to the fighter to sink or swim, you know? Because very well, if Rubisi goes in there and shit to bed, former champion Jesse Magdaleno still got something left in the tank, you know? So I think it works, you know, either way for either fighter, man. Agreed, agreed, man. Uh, Do you like that fight for Rubisi? I love it. Okay. Love it, because it's a former champion. Again, Jesse Magdaleno, let's see what he got, you know? Nobody wants to be called the gatekeeper. Nobody wants to be, you know, called that they're finished, right? You know, again, we're going to see, G, you know, Gabriel Flores in a similar situation sooner than later, you know? A younger contender will be coming up, and they're going to say, hey, is this guy, you know, where is he at in his career? Is he still going to contend, or is he still, you know, just a tough veteran is he still you know a veteran in the game and magdaleno he's at that crossroad so yeah robisi you know he even though robisi's on his way up magdaleno's not quite on his way down great fight great fight in my opinion so when i say united promotions what comes to mind for you nothing absolutely nothing Mm. that's crazy um, well, United Promotions has struck a deal with the zone and now they are the official broadcaster for United Promotions that's based out of Canada and they're going to be streaming all their fights, man. So we're going to get a bunch of Canadian fighters on the zone. And the okay. uh, zone is 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 calling it uh, the new exclusive broadcaster for United Promotions domestically in Canada as well as internationally in 180 markets. The multi-fight deal will showcase Canada's brightest boxing stars to audiences worldwide and further solidify the zone as the global home. Of boxing. Now, this just give 
credence to what I said a few shows ago that the zone could offer Al money. And Al could go to the zone with all his fights because that's what they're trying to do, establish the app as a boxing app. You know, here they did it with Canada. Like, don't ask me why. Like, who cares about Canadian boxers? When have they been popping? Like, Castillo, Lennox Lewis, <coughs> fucking Ad Adonis Stevenson, John Pascal, Arthur Betterbeef, David Lemieux. It's, that's it. Tony Lewis. Get out of here. Lightning? Lightning? Bro, you yeah, just, lightning. you just, nah, you just giving credit to dudes that fought and had a license to fight. Like, Tony Lewis Steve never Claggett. won a, Steve Claggett never won a world title or a regional, neither did Tony. Sorry. I'm just saying, I, and I ain't shitting on the whole of Canada. I'm just saying, like, yo, let's use this money wisely. Like, you could have gave that to Lou DeBella. You could have gave that to Lou DeBella and had and had Conwell and all these fighters. Like, this shit is weird. Like, we never fucking heard of United. Promo they got they got a they got thirteen hundred followers on Instagram. I'm on Twitter, man. Thirteen hundred followers on Twitter, man. How well, you look, get I'm a zone deal? You got seven thousand Instagram followers. How you get a zone deal? I'm she glad you crazy, said it like man. that though, because you made me feel bad that I didn't know who they were, because I damn sure didn't. But you see, I can recognize some of the Canadian fighters, and I think if you allow the zone, a corner of the market is what they're doing. Remember, we said the same thing about Al Heyman when he was grabbing up all these fighters, and we was like, damn, he's just signing everybody. What you do is you corner the market and you, and you have your commodity. You make people have to come to you for your commodity. So now he's got the markets. You make a move in Canada, you got to make a move on the zone. So it's like, you know, even though, you know, Heyman doesn't have interest there, the, the opportunity, like you said, to collaborate and put all those fighters, one commodity, on this specifically boxing app, another commodity, you know what I'm saying, as far as the viewers, you know, they, I can see some business happening, man. No, I get you, man. You know, if you take up all the fighters, eventually we got to turn to the zone. But I, I'm just saying they could do this in America. Like, they could do this in America. But they got their business plan. They doing what they doing. And uh, we'll see what this means. We'll see if this means we get new stars, new fighters uh, that we start to care about and that we can see in the mix, you know, because that's what's important. You know, you're going to be broadcasting these fighters once we see them and once we see their skill, like, and we start matching them up. Are we going to get those matchups? Are we going to see some cross promotion with other DAZN promoters? And then let me, let me, let me ask you, does that mean, so say a situation like that, right? This guy, you know, uh, you know, DAZN, like the company DAZN, they go and buy up, you know, United Promotions. They got access to Canada. Can they now go directly to Heyman and say, hey, we're having a fight in Canada? Like, you know what I'm saying? We want one of your fighters. 
we offer you X amount of dollars for one of your fighters. Does that now? I mean, they can how- always they can always ask any fighter to be part of their of their shows. You know, um, it's always going to be up to the managers and stuff to see if that makes sense. Well, the reason why I asked specifically for PBC and Heyman because I know, of course, they could go to top rank. But if you know, top rank says the same thing you're saying. Why the fuck we gonna do something in Canada? We 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 rather stay in fucking uh, Miami, Oklahoma, than to come to Canada, than to go to Saskatchewan. You know, we want to go to our middle of nowhere instead of your middle of nowhere, right? But you know, maybe with you know with less less I guess interest involved. Maybe Heyman would be like, listen, I don't I don't have to do business with Showtime and I don't have to do business with Fox. Maybe I could do business with the Zone and take my fighter over there. You know. We'll see, man. We'll see. Casual bass guy, what the fuck is you talking about? Don't get timed out, you weirdo. Give no love to the little guy. Fuck is he talking about? We just don't know who the hell that is. You you know you 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 throwing money against the wall and hoping shit stick. You know Who's Al got about? over 200 fighters. I have no clue what the fuck he talking about. Talking about I ain't giving no love to the little guy. He must be talking about me not being happy that they spending money on this low-ass promotion that don't got no, no fighters of relevance. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to grow the sport. You won't do that by signing B-sides. What the fuck? Weird hey, you, you see we got that uh, Kenneth Sims Jr. fight on a Sunday? We got boxing on a Sunday? Yeah, man, but that's like some, some shit in Orlando on pay-per-view, right? Yeah, yeah. That's like Enterbox Promotions or something like that. It's tough, man. It's tough to be a boxing fan, man. They, they, they bleed in you every direction you look. Someone's got their own pay-per-view. Yeah, man, and they're not making, you know, these smaller fights, you know. And so this is something I was talking about, you know. If they take a fight like this exhibition, Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell, two prime running backs, hall of future Hall of Famers, people that know football know these guys, comparable in that they played in the same position. Now these guys is getting in the ring, Right. If, if say, like Showtime, instead of just putting on the show box, again, I'm not picking on Miami, Oklahoma, but put those guys on a card like that with the show box guys. I mean, come on. That's such an easy way but, to but, build put, up. Put who guys? What guys? Put, the, put these two football stars and their visibility and their name and their marketability as the co-main event of perhaps, you know, whoever you have for your your show box, you know, feature. So, like, you know, like like uh, Akamadov, they made him on show box, right? If you want him in the main event on show box, cool. But put one of these exhibitions on there. Reach into that budget a little bit. Put that exhibition on there. You you can get a lot of sponsors. I think it's just such a brilliant way to, to give more, more depth to these smaller cards you're putting on. You know, you can use bigger venues because now people are going to want to show up instead of spending the money on having it in some, you know, in, in the casino ballroom and then not, you know, really doing nothing with it. I hear you, man. I hear you. Um, yeah, it is what it is. You know, people got their panties in a bunch and they upset 
because of what I said. Um, look, you're going to get more bees with honey. So you guys are just thinking small. Oh, I'm harsh because I don't want to give no shine to the little guy. No, stupid. If the zone brings in a big promoter like Al that has 200 plus fighters, in theory, the fight should be easier to make. Yes, the zone already shit the bed and had Gennady, had Demetrius, had Canelo, had Billy Joe and Jacobs, and, and those fights didn't all happen. But hopefully they learn from their mistakes. Again, in theory, if you bring Al and Matchroom on the same umbrella, it should be a great plan. It should work out, you know, versus spending money on some Canadian promoter that has 1,300 followers. You know, you're just a fucking weirdo. You guys are weirdos. You, you want to pick and choose when you have some fucking sort of heart and feelings. It's so weird. It's like, do we want the sport to win or not? You know what I'm saying? Like, if 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 Bob, Matchroom, and and PBC come together, you know, we have the best sport. It gives us as consumers the best opportunity at the best fighting the best, at the best cards. If all those dudes can mix and match. Yeah, that's wishful thinking, casual bad guy, because you're conditioned to want only the 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 dog shit that they're giving you, which is these Canadian fighters that you never fucking heard of. You're so stupid. You live in America, and you're okay with them spending money on Canadian fighters for your American hundred dollars you're paying to zone. But you're a dummy. I'm just not. Fucking idiot. So stupid. It's like. Bro, they raping me for two years. What fights am I really paying for over there? I'm giving them $100 a month, excuse me, $100 a year for that dog shit. And where's their real fights at? Where's the fights for an American? Where's the fights for an American consumer? Don't give me that UK dog shit. Ain't got nothing to do with me. I signed up as Matchroom USA. The fuck, man? These dudes always fucking soft. Y'all soft as hell, man. Punk ass generation. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 he trying to oh he's open his he's expanding his borders. He wanna see what the maple leaf has to offer. You know? It's crazy, I wanna, bro. I'm paying them dudes a hundred dollars a year or some shit. What am I getting? I told you, you getting Legetta. Them Legetta fights. Fights from Italy. I no. want to know what what's the American fight that they like. What's the fight that they catered to the American consumer? You know. Well, look. If I'm being honest, absolutely not. They don't do no uh, American uh, uh, cards unless it's in co-promotion. Honestly, with with Golden Boy, right? We've only seen either Ryan Garcia as of late, or Virgil Ortiz, or Jaime Munguia, right? Um, and they and they and they and they versus who? So now look, Golden Boy just had Mickerson versus ver- so that's Matchroom and true. and and Golden Boy. So why am I wishfully thinking when they doing it already over there? So now I'm wishfully thinking, right? 
But Al had got 500 million from a hedge fund. He didn't get a billion. That was Eddie. But I'm wishfully thinking. Seems doable to me. You got Eddie and Oscar playing well. You, you got Eddie getting double the money Al got. Seems like it's doable over there. You got a Canadian motherfucking promoter just got put on. They putting motherfuckers on. Like, what is these dudes talking about? They just making bad business moves. But I sent Joe McCroskey the video of us at the win. And I said, look, hopefully this means you could come to the studio now. And he hearted it. He hearted it. So so I'm going to stay consistent on him and, and, and see does he eventually come so that I can ask those questions. Like, why the fuck is y'all all in Italy? Cause you went, you know, people could get mad at me and say, Ness, you, 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 you so biased. You a xenophobe. You only think about America. Cool. Cool. But you tell me the last big fight happened in Italy. Where the fuck is the boxing history from Italy at? Someone show me the big pay-per-view draw from Italy. Where the where the Italy fighter that fought Mayweather, Pacquiao, or Oscar, or Floyd, or or, or, or George Foreman? Ain't it don't exist. There's only one Canadian fighter made it to that level, and that's Lennox. They, these motherfuckers don't exist. You're wasting money in markets that, that don't produce true fucking athletes. Well, one thing we got to say about the zone in the UK fights, it's a lot easier, you know, to cover and to really understand the depth of some of the divisions. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, as a stateside, we get to see a lot, you know, the, the Connor Bins of the world. You know what I'm saying? The, the young guys that we also trying to keep up with. I'm telling you, man, it's crazy. Like, you out in Denmark. They've been in Denmark. They've been in Denmark for two years. They've been in Denmark for two years. So, show show me, show me the big fighter that they got from Denmark. Russia. They've been out in Russia 11 o'clock in the morning. Oh, no, no. You right. You right. You right. Sebastian Formella. That's that's the only name they could pull out the Denmark DAZN. That's the only name they produced out the Denmark DAZN. So they've been spending money on the Japan DAZN. They got boxing out there. Where the fuck is the Japan star at? And don't tell me Ryota Moroda. Nah, well, ain't it, um, nah, he, he's down with top rank. Look at these Damn. idiots in the chat trying to find a town. Motherfucker, Arturo Gotti was from Atlantic City. Slap your dumb ass. Fuck you talking about. Just because I say Italian, they go to the first motherfucker that come to their mind. That yeah, dude is from Atlantic City. And the other dude you motherfuckers is mentioning, Malinaji's from Brooklyn, man. Yo, ha, <laughs> ha. My man podcast calls from Brooklyn. What is it called? What is it from Brooklyn to New York? What is it called? They try to make them from the motherland all of a sudden. You dudes is terrible, man. <laughs> Yo, they said Gotti was from Canada. Nah, I'm Googling that. What do you nah, mean? I think he, he spent some time in Montreal, but he trained in Jersey, though. I'm about he to say. I'm about to say, because I'm from New Jersey, and I know this dude was in Atlantic City. Like, what the fuck is going on here? 
Yo. Now, she actually trained up in North Bergen, in Hudson County. But but every time he fought, he fought yo, right at the boardwalk. My man said, who am I, the blogger? He said, yo, Ness, that Japan dude is fire, though. Didn't he just get his face broke by Triple G, who 40 years old? Like, really, what is we talking about here? How, how is that, that, that dude dope? But he got his face broke by Triple G, and he had an upset loss to Robert Brent. So it looks like Brandon wants to bring out Trout, Trout Man Boxing. I guess I get to pick his brain on some of these fights that I think are going to go a certain uh, distance. What up, Brandon? What you got? Brandon. I guess the same Brandon. Shit. Who the fuck is that? Oh, that's that's three four seven. I always do that. Yo, that Houston number be three four six and then the three four seven. Shit, crazy. But yeah, man, he's trying to bring on the betting guy. We'll see what happens. Alright. In the meantime, make sure y'all smash that thumbs up, hit that like button. <laughs> Yo. Yo, Oscar posted a picture of his girl. Oscar De La Hoya posted a picture of his girl, and and and, and the caption was "Marada die." Michael Woods, the author, says under that caption, he says his admiration. <laughs> Where the fuck it go? He said his optimism. His optimism is admirable. <laughs> Cause it is true, bro. Like, is she really gonna ride or die? She's like a youngin'. You know what I'm saying? When shit hit the fan for real. Oh man, that's hilarious. Let me, Oscar. Let me let me screen share this. Michael Woods is too much. He is hilarious. So uh here it goes. You see at the top, it's kinda kinda you can see it. It says his optimism is admirable. She do look young. Does anybody, have anybody checked her age? Like, how old is she? Have you ever noticed her or no? Nah, all right, I mean, you ain't gotta, I don't wanna get you fired in the house and shit. Nah, nah, nah. Can't be looking at Oscar, girl. She looked like she had a little work done. She don't necessarily look young. She looked like she had a little work done. She definitely looked like she got that nose, uh, you know, attended to, but. (laughs) <laughs> I think I think that's the last bit. What else do I got in here to show y'all, man? I think I am done. Brandon, you better make this happen. We about to be up out of here, man. These Thursday and Sunday shows getting smaller and smaller. It got to be big, big fights so people don't care, which is crazy. I thought this was a big fight. AJ has yeah. fallen from graces for real, man. He's falling from graces. Um, it's crazy to me. I don't think it's his fault, man. I oh, think, they say, uh, he's saying Trout is 347. What up, Trout? Or Trout hey, what's up, Trout, guys? Can you hear me? All right. We hear you good. We yeah. hear you good. Yo, so I, 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 I put all my money on the over for Hergovich and Zhang, man. Yeah, you, you and me both, man. I really like that fight to go over. Okay. What did you get well, it at? Was it five and a half for you? No, I got four and a half. Wow. Uh, what'd you get? 
fucking fuck, man. My line was five and a half. Ness, what I tell you? Yeah, I know. I'm telling you this. I didn't have it as low as four and a half. That sucks, man. I still think Zhang makes it past five and a half, man. Hergovic's going to gas, man. I'm telling you. I think Zhang makes it late. I think if he gets stopped at all, it's probably between like nine and 12, but not not like mid-rounds. Nice. Definitely not. Nice. So, AJ Usyk, does that go ten and a half? I think so. Um, I'm not betting, but if I did, I think AJ by points that price is ridiculous. I'm seeing it between like six hundred plus six hundred hundred out there. That's that's like a crazy price. I think you kind of, if you're going to bet that fight, I think that's kind of the way you got to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. I wasn't really betting that fight. It just, I just happened to do a parlay of all the overs. And I'm like, fuck, now I found myself rooting for the over in the AJ Usyk fight just because of the parlay. Okay, what other what other overs do you like? Uh, just the Hergovic. Oh, and I I, I took the, 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 the Sergey Figueroa. He definitely going eight and a half, man. Figueroa... Figueroa, man, I don't believe in Figueroa like that. Not no more. It's been a minute. And uh Sergey was training on the on the card. He was on he was already like they already had him on standby, so it's not like he's really truly got a late notice. You know what I'm saying? He he was the real fight. They were hoping Brona could make it. So I and, and the betting line yeah, show that. The betting line show Sergey as a favorite. He's a big favorite, yeah. He's like minus three thirty-three, but yeah. Like but they think said, he's gonna he stop him. They think he's gonna stop, and I don't know that that Sergey even get like who the fuck is Sergey stop? Am I missing something? I think what they're, I think what the odds makers think is that Figueroa can't really take punches anymore, and I think if you watch that Abel Ramos fight, it kind of supports that because like by the fourth round, the fight was really over. He just couldn't take flush punches at all. He like his body language was terrible. Um, he reacted really badly. And I think it makes sense because this is a guy who's been historically kind of undisciplined with his weight. He's already fighting, like, much heavier than he really should be from, like, earlier in his career. But I think this is the end of the line for Figueroa. Like, personally, I didn't bet that fight, but I think that total could be sweaty. Mm. His Lipinets, I think, has more left. has more left in the tank. I know Boots stopped him, but Lipinets did some, like, effective counter work in that fight um, for however long it lasted. And he had a pretty good fight versus Clayton before that. So I think Lippin, yet he wins this. There's a bunch of paydays for him. And I think he probably recognizes that this is the end of the line for Figueroa. Like, if AB didn't pull out, then they were just going to serve up Figueroa as a broner. So, um, I don't know. I think Lippin, yet wins. I'm not going to bet it, like his money line. But, yeah, that, that could be sweaty. Um, I could see Lipinets kind of pouring pouring it on as the fight goes on. Yeah, but you see him doing it before eight and a half. I mean, all it takes is the right referee who just watches like a couple of punches uh, too many, and they and they just dive in. Like this is Florida. The refs, I think, are a little less seasoned than like you know you would see in um, in more active commissions in boxing. So. You know, if Figueroa gets pinned against the ropes like he did against Ramos and Lipinets is just kind of lighting him up, you could see, like, a trigger-happy ref just jump in and stop it. So I don't think he's going to get, like, one punched, but 
I think it could be like an accumulation of damage. Okay, okay. Mm, anything else that you like? I'm, I actually like uh, Puello over um, Akhmedov, I think it is. Akhmedov. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah, I love that bet. Okay. I mean, I think Alberto Puello, he's, he's so seasoned and crafty. I think because he kind of underwhelmed in his U.S. debut versus um, Bashan Owens, that we're getting a really good line here. But, you know, Akhmedov didn't really impress me too much when I watched his last few fights. Like, I know he should have beaten Barrios, um, but he still got hurt pretty bad earlier in that fight, um, was dropped pretty bad. Um, the only reason it was close is because Barrios gassed down the stretch, and I don't think Poyo's gas tank is that bad. I think he's got pretty good cardio. Um and Poyo is just like this unknown commodity, so people are betting on what they've seen with Akhmedov. But, you know, I think there's a strong chance that this is Poyo's coming out party, and he wins, like, a um, a close but clear sort of decision over 12 rounds. So I like Poyo quite a bit. I also like him on points. I saw it at, like, plus 325 or something out there. So uh, that's how I would play the fight. I, I definitely like him as the dog here. I agree, man. I got to watch him spar Yelenusinov, the IBO champ, and it was uh, it was quite a treat. It was quite a treat, and after exactly. that, I was like, "All right, this guy is the goods. He's definitely the goods." Because I, I've I've gotten to see Yelenusinov spar with everybody, um, and you know, to see what Boya was able to do. And how he handled himself, I'm like, wow, this kid's got it. He's real crafty. I think Batir is going to be like, I think he'll look kind of basic in this fight. Like, he's very aggressive. He's a southpaw, and he'll push the action, too, but right? Yes. It's southpaw, southpaw, I think. Yeah, bro. Um, he's got a long left hand, I'm telling you. Look for that shit. The left yeah. Akedov is going to eat a lot of punches on the way in, I think. Like, he'll be aggressive and push the pace, but he's going to take a lot of clean punches on the way in, and that's what I think makes the fight interesting. Nice, man. So what's, uh, what's what, 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 I guess, what's your recommend of the week? Um, all right. This is going to sound crazy, but Ramla Ali, the, uh, yeah, yep. the British fighter, she's on the part of AJ. I think she gets the stoppage. Um, I don't know if you guys have watched tape on her opponent. This, um... Dominican woman, her name's Crystal Garcia Nova. She's like a total novice. Her record is completely manufactured um, in the Dominican Republic off really bad opposition. She's just coming off a stoppage. Um, this fight's over eight rounds. I think Ramla Ali um, is going to be really motivated to put on a career best performance, and they, they really set her up with a layup here. Like, this opponent, Nova, has bad footwork. Her head is, like, straight up on a flagpole. Um... I think she gets pinned against the ropes and landed on. I think either the ref or the doctor calls it off at some point. Um, so that's got the most of my money this weekend. I think Ram Lally just has target practice here. Mm. Um, so that, that's what I feel the strongest about. Did you guys already talk about like this body jack fight at all? Yeah, we, we talked about because uh, I know uh, Popeye. So it, it's mm -hmm. going to be interesting. It's like I was telling the audience, you know, I know him, but he's also only fought on the club level. So 
even though Badu is older and moving up in weight, he's still the the, the most experienced guy that Popeye's been in there with. So it, it's it's not anything that I'm looking at as a as a betting from a betting standpoint. But why are you recommending something? I like Badu Jack by decision here, which is kind of counterintuitive because, like you said, um, Popeye's kind of domestic level, but um, what I saw in his fights is anytime he gets hurt, because Popeye's defense can be kind of porous, but he gets hurt and he rebounds right away. Um, and he fights with a lot of spite and pride, and he doesn't, um, like anytime he gets hit, he wants to get it right back, land two punches for every one. I don't think that'll be enough to win at all versus Badu Jack, but look at the guys Badu Jack has been stopping, like Sam Cross and um, Durbin Kalina, and these are guys who are like, absolute bottom of the barrel competition and i think popeye is better than those guys so and you know historically like over the course of the years body jack is a guy who hears the final bell like he's not really you don't think of him as a prolific finisher so when you look at that decision line of like plus 350 for body jack by decision i think you're getting a real bargain and i think you're you're taking advantage of some recency bias where people assume jack is a finisher just because He's knocked out like a couple of cans. Um, so yeah, I like Rivera to. Rivera's going to get hurt at points, but I think he rebounds from it, and I think he defends himself enough to hear the final bell. So that's my recommended play. There is, is Badu Jack by decision. Mm, let me see if I even okay. Yeah, we have that, but the props are not open yet. It's just uh, money line. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean the over. The- too, so. You said what? The over there is good too if you guys have. Okay. Yeah, hopefully hopefully they give us a little bit more uh opportunities tomorrow. But right now, nah, the 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 Popeye, the Richard fight, Richard uh Rivera and Badu Jack is just there as a money line, but I'll definitely keep that one in mind. Trot man, give out your social media, brother. We appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you guys having me. It's only on Twitter at Trotman Boxing. Um, I do a podcast. I'm dropping a new one tonight. I just talk to fellow boxing betters and we give out uh, some of the best plays of the weekend. So, um, yeah, Ness, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it as always. No problem. We appreciate you stopping by. Check out his podcast. Find them on Instagram. Let's go. So, let me see what else we can do. Yeah, Lipinets, the over under is minus money for over eight and a half. That's where the money's at, man. I'm telling you. I got. Yo, I don't know. See, I don't know. He made me believe that maybe Omar could be stopped. You think Omar is on some body bag, punch bag shit? What's up? Uh oh, he dipped out on me. Oh, he's back. Nah, nah, nah. Omar, right now, yeah, he's gonna be there to work, and I think he's Lipinets. The problem is Lipinets. We gotta worry about can Lipinets withstand the pressure. Omar is there to throw punches. You know what I'm saying? And try to bang out. Is he gonna be a little shop more? Maybe, but I think you know Lipinets got to really be on his toes, or he got to be countering. Yeah. The key is going to be countering, you know what I'm saying? And if Omar gets caught with some shit he don't like, if we could see him just walk right into something. 
Well, I'm going to take some callers, man. Looks like I got uh, the one and only Bivol lover in the building. Bivol lover in the building. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. Mr. PBC, baby. Boxingvoice.com. I'm the flyest. Canelo talking about he believed he can win. Go to my kitchen. It's a sharp knife. Cut the bullshit out. I don't care what you do good. I do every fucking thing great. Mr. PBC, baby. Yo, 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 shout out to you, Ness, for being a uh, Canelo lover. You know, you got a headband. Glad you threw it away and lost it. Um, shout out to Kellen Smith and um, everybody on the zone. Ramla Ali. Um, I do like that pick that, that one dude just made um, because I've been kind of weary on Ramla Ali. All this hype, but she only got like six, maybe four fights. So I'm kind of like weary on that one. Kellen Smith do got a little easy picking. Um, I think he's going to get one through six KO. Um, shoot, let me see. AJ Usyk? I mean, a betting man and me, would, I got AJ uh, decision. I feel like he can't really throw his arms too much. His best bet is like, I don't know, pressure, walk Usyk down. Um... And then I got Usyk, KO, and Decision, some parlors. Um, let's see. I got Andrew Tabidi. Uh, there's hella people. I mean, this whole weekend, Uzman, Karamo Uzman. I mean, you know, there's hella people, man. And if anybody's willing to bet me, Ness or, you know, anybody, hit me up, man. You know, I got Bivol. Destroying Canelo's pride. Yeah, don't you have a, a state betting site? Like, you be desperate out here sounding real weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody bets with a bookie. You don't have one? No, 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 no. I mean, I'm not sounding no weird. I mean, I've heard you on this show. No, you is Big weird. up. You yeah. is weird. You always trying to get someone no, to you bet is you. Weird. I, I mean, I've you been always trying to, trying to get you. someone to bet you, and no one bets yeah, straight because, up. Like, that's why there's called the betting line. That's why there's yeah, a that's betting why line. I'm like, why would people bet you straight up? That sounds stupid. Because you're scared, the person man. saying it sounds stupid. You and Ring IQ got the same bloodline. Man, that's my call. you are stupid that you think people going to bet you Money for money, dollar for dollar, when they could get fucking plus money odds. Chill weird ass, wasting your call every fucking day. I'm trying to pick you up. I'm your real friend. The rest of these motherfuckers back here laughing at you because you run around repeating yourself like a grown man parrot. Bivu, bivu, bivu. Shut your ass up. Let the motherfucker announce a fight. Fucking weirdo. People crazy, man. I swear to God, man. What's wrong with y'all, bro? Bivol. Tell Bivol, stop motherfucking ducking Zurdo. How about that? Only time y'all see me in raids is when I turn into the bronze mama.
I want a body. I want a body, and he gonna be the body. The ambulance better be ready. The medical better be ready. The referee better be ready. They better have that towel to be able to tell SDS promotion. I'll be right. LV Slugger. TBV, fellas. I'm good. What up? Audio straight. What up? What up, man? Jam-packed weekend, man. Jam-packed weekend of boxing. You know what I'm saying? I believe every, just about every big network in this boxing shit is, is, is got a fight card. You know, you got the top rank card going on on ESPN. You got the zone, the biggest fight party this weekend. Well, well it is the biggest fight. AJ Usher, then you got Showtime doing their thing over there. So, you know, jam-packed weekend. I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, really don't, I mean, just all the fights. You know, it's a lot of fights. Uh, I believe that Gutierrez and Garcia, you know, I think that's for a vacant WBA at 130. So, you know, whoever win that fight, you know, they become champion, you know, and probably can. I mean, I, I doubt it, you know, understanding the business of boxing, but, you know, try to get a secure shot with him being the biggest name at 130. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm looking forward to that that fight. And uh, the top run card, Navarrete back, you know, see how he do. Try to see if he gonna if he gonna move up or continue to you know dominate at 126 over there. But uh, yeah, man, the main card, the main John AJ Usage, man, I'm really looking forward to it. I feel like the winner, you know, like I said, a big payday awaits. You know, whoever come on top on this this weekend, uh, I really don't know how it's gonna play out, man. That's why I'm just looking forward to it, man. Uh, if 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 you was to just show each of the fighters face faces after the first fight, you know, I think a lot of the people would have thought AJ would have won. You know, Usha's face looked, you know, fucked up after that first fight, even though he was able to win, you know what I'm saying, him coming up to heavyweight. I do think that them punching power of AJ, you know, just took a toll on his face, but like I said, with his boxing ability, he was able to pull the win out, but you know, if AJ come with that aggressive style, good calculated style, man, no telling how he if he's able to get the knockout. I do think he got to get the knockout in order to beat Usher. Not unless he could score a few knockdowns and, and pull the win out. But uh, like I said before, man, he's one fight away from undisputed and heavyweight division. So this weekend, whoever come out on top, big payday away. And I, I think with Fury retiring, uh, saying he retiring, I think it's just a, a ploy to figure out who's going to win and if he's going to want to come back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but Eddie rumored out there saying, Sorry, got 500 M's for uh, uses for not uses, but AJ uh, Fury. So I, you know, I think that's the fight Fury really wants the AJ fight. I'm not sure he gonna really want to get up for uses. So uh, like I said before, what's a bigger big payday for uses? Not named AJ Fury, and that's Wilder. So you know, hopefully, you know, he if he get the job done, we get another big fight. You know, he'll have that leverage holding all them belts. But yeah, man, I'm looking forward to this weekend, man. That's my call. All right, all right, all right. We got Dom with the counterpunch. What up? Yo, yo, yo. Man, I don't know why you get offended so much about this, man. I was just asking the bet. But um, when the fight is going to happen with Zerto, obviously. Um, I'm hoping that uh, when it goes a purse bid, that uh, maybe um, ESPN can pick up. Maybe. Because um, Bob came out and said that he's willing to make the fight with better be. Bivol, right after Zerto, who's fighting for Canelo's pride. 
So I am definitely can't wait for that. And shout out to you, Ness. Talk that mess, but never want to bet. I literally bet every week on screen <laughs> with the bookies. <coughs> with my bookie.ag. I get odds. Ain't nobody straight betting you. My man crazy, bro. I'm telling y'all. Because you know, there ain't no show without Info Joe. Are you ready for our next bout? Let me hear you. Shout out to the boxing god. It's showtime. Theboxingvoice.com. on IG satisfy that cannabis infused sweet tooth yo 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 what's up my brothers can you hear me yes sir what up King I mean what up Ness got the Jersey guys in the building together huh mm-hmm. that's right that's right man first things first man shout out to the boxing guys man for blessing us we got an action-packed weekend of fights uh, I just want to make my pick official I'm going with AJ. Uh, I I think the Garcia move could be uh, the right move that he made, man. Uh, I, I know I looked at the fight last night, and he wasn't going to the body a lot, man, AJ. And he was circling, like I said before, to the wrong side, not keeping his lead foot on the outside fighting the southpaw. But I think if he can put all that together, man, his if he at least – put his lead foot on the outside, at least when he throws his right, he can he can land something straight down the pipe. You know what I'm saying? And just pressure the shit out of him, man. Don't try to outbox him, man. Uh, bully his ass. Whatever it takes, man. Put your weight on him. He looked a whole lot bigger. I don't know why this time around than last time, you know. But, uh, and uh, putting me down for Phillip, and uh, I want to twist my pick. I called in earlier this week. I picked uh, Omar. I want to pick uh, Limpinus. I didn't know that he was fighting on fighting anyway this week so uh put me down for lipping it and uh i'll call in sunday and eat my crow man about to go in the, uh the rock boxing gym man with my son he getting this getting this training in i'm, I'm getting him ready <laughs> All right. but uh yeah yeah he's been going this is uh his third month now so uh once he gets some sparring in i'm gonna post it man y'all can critique it How man and, you know let me know he's 13 yeah, I mean, don't rush, don't rush to spar, man. Let him, let him, let him, let him fall all the way in love, man. He's still young, man. You could, you could be doing the father-son pad work, teaching him how to slip. It's a lot, it's a lot before they start sparring, man. You don't want him to get yeah. scared away. You feel me? Because then, then he's gonna crush you. You know, you want right. to ease him in. You want to ease him in. Because right now, he keeps saying, I like it, I like it. I said, you ain't got punch yet. Let's see it in. But he the one, first one out the door. Like, let's go, Dad. I wanted to go to the gym. You know what I'm saying? So, I like, mean, all right, know, let's go, champ. <laughs> you you, you, you got to start throwing some punches at him. You know, let him learn with you first. I'm just saying. You know, them boys get ruthless in that gym. Yeah. They do, man. But the guy, he, you know, he, they got an advanced uh, class, and they got – uh, you know, guys, just them kids is just starting out, man. It's about at least 
30 kids in this gym, man. They got two nice. rings, and uh, they get it in. So, yeah, but uh, they, they, they pacing him right, though, man. They pacing him right, though. But that's all I got, champs, man. Look forward. Y'all doing a live chat tomorrow for sure, right? You know it. All right, all right. Peace, my brothers. Y'all hit them thumbs up. All right. I'm out. We got some more callers on Blog Talk, but if you don't press one, I ain't going to know that you're trying to have fun. Suleiman the Scholar, step on up. didn't mean, mean to make you upset before, but what I'm saying is that they, they got, that guy over there is training, man. He's looking fit, bro. And that would have been nice if he would have fought Deontay. He, he got split for his belt. He, he still has, he's a champion in recess. But this fight here, hey, if he could put him away fast, man, it looks spectacular, you know? He, it, could, he, it could be a parameter fight for his comeback, and he could get a better fight, man. He could find a better opponent in, in more time, you know? Maybe a Char, maybe a Ajax Caballel, that guy's undefeated, highly ranked. You know, or, or Hughie Furry, that he, he he's highly ranked also. You know, that way he could get high in the ratings and um and you know, they move on to big and better things. I, I know he's gonna get the WBC, but it wouldn't mean I would be, it would be nice if he could unify that with a WBA regular belt or something like that. Um, so he get the big AJ fight. And um as you know I like the AJ Bruh, why you always say that you can't unify with a regular, man. Brandon Figueroa did it. Brandon Figueroa did not reunify with no regular man. You can't. Re- he did. You can't unify he was a regular with no champion. Regular, man. He was a regular champion and defeated Lewis Neri at one twenty-two. That shit wasn't no unification. It wasn't a unification. What? So show me, show me the WBA that Stephen Fulton got because I don't see him with it. I see him with a WBO. Uh, I see him okay, with well, the WBC that he but, took but from Brandon Figueroa. Yeah, the first belt he had was the WBA regular, so he must have vacated it. But he he fought he had that belt before he right, fought. Right, listen, you gotta stop saying that. Every time you call in, you want someone to fight for the regular and vacate, unify with the rest. That shit, you can't even do that. All right. Okay, so so yeah, so yeah, that that's a, that'd be a good fight, man. That'd be a good fight. Um, Deontay Wilder and AJ. Uh, finally, it'll happen if AJ gets that WBC belt on his waist, and then um. And unify with, with this guy. I don't think this guy's gonna be he's too big now. He's gonna probably be stationary. He's gonna try to put away AJ. He's gonna get hurt. AJ's training good. He had a good fight camp while this guy was fighting a war in his country. Uh he should just vacated those belts and retired while he was on top because uh with this L is not gonna look he's not gonna be looking too good. And the same thing with Lomachenko. Lomachenko should just be tired now. You know, I don't think he should be coming back, even though it's a good pay pay, pay for some fighters. I mean He's, he's going to take an L. The guy's a bigger, stronger, faster. He's slowing down. Uh, his leg's going to be heavy from that war. I don't think he should uh, should be fighting again. Uh, thanks a lot for giving me the time to be in your show. And, um, oh, big shout-out for Philip Hergovich. I think he's going to put this guy out early. The, guy's, the guy, the guy he, he don't have the chin. Um, I, I, I want to see that guy fight Deontay Wilder, too. I want to see him a, a big fight, 6-4-6. Six against Deontay, that, that's going to be a good fight. So we're going to see how good his chin is in this fight. And um, I'm going for Hergovich. You have a good night. All right. Thank you for calling in. And that was Suleiman the Scholar. Let me see who's up next. <laughs>
let's see who's up next here. I got Marlon. So icy. What up? Marlon, so icy. I mean, you back. I can't hear you. I mean, not just yet. So icy. You got to unmute, Marlon. You right. Show you right. What's happening with you, Ness? How you feeling, bro? Chilling, champ. How are you? Man, living the dream almost, man. You know, I moved down to Florida now. Oh, wow. Okay. Where we yeah. part? I'm out in, uh, I guess what, it'll be Apollo Beach. Oh, wow. You ain't too far from me. Yeah, so we got to link up. I'm uh, driving right now five hours away, so I'm finna just get there tonight. I had to go back and grab all our stuff from Minnesota. And then, uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm here. Got shit together. Got all my boxes shit, so I'm ready to get, get shit cracking. Nice. Nice, man. But, uh. But yeah, man, I'm excited, man. Deontay Wilder back in the ring. I'm I'm geeked up for that fight already. I don't care who he fight. I'm always gonna pay for Wilder. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, I'm just you know just excited for everything that comes about. Uh, what you was talking about earlier when you was talking about like all these different pay per views. I know if all these pay per views was to happen, say the ones, all the ones that you mentioned, like whatever you you said, have named about six of them or whatever for the year. I said for me, I pay for the Wilder. If that Tank and Ryan fight happened, I'll pay for that one. And then I would pay for Spence and Crawford. And then, uh, yeah, those would be the three that I would pay for. That would be worth it for me. Mm. And then the other one. Shit, I never even, which one of those fights I never even fucking watched. But, uh, but those would be the fights I'd pay for. But I'm just tuning in, man, just getting through this drive right now. All right, Marlon, man. Well, hopefully, hopefully, uh, you enjoy the rest of these calls, man, and get you through that job. We going out to El Paso, Abraham. What up? Uh, I got used to this this Saturday, and uh, I want to know why you're always bagging on the UFC dogs. Uh, I heard you earlier. You were talking about you're pretty mad that the boxers are are using the UFC facility, but I mean. You don't watch UFC a lot, but the GOAT, the welterweight GOAT, GSP, had Freddie Roach on his corner for his comeback fight, which was one of the biggest events in UFC history. And uh, we had Dana watch the Canelo plant fight during his own pay-per-view event, and he, he spoke about it, too, after the media. So Why are we so hard on, on the UFC, bro? Because that's not boxing. Yeah, but they 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 promote it. They promote what? It's there, bro. They promote the, the. You were you were saying that that the UFC fighters or the because you were mad because the you you got Wilder at the uh, UFC facility, right? Yeah. And you were talking about why don't the UFC Wilder, fighters go to boxing facility? Lawrence Acoli. Joe Joyce, all these boxers using the UFC facility to train, yes. They should have their own. Yeah, but you have UFC fighters using boxing facilities and trainers. Because they need it. They suck. They ain't got no skills, so they got to fucking link up with boxing trainers. They need to learn a stand-up Well, game. you can't say that. Bro. I just think they're more well-rounded fighters. I mean, I like both sports, but... 
Yeah, I mean, to each his own, bro. To each his own, you know. I mean, you're not going to change my mind. I'm sorry that it offends you that I don't like UFC. You know, I prefer the stand up. Yeah, to each his own. But yeah, I got you six because I think uh, AJ ain't got no dog in him, bro. And I feel like he's going to get his ass stopped. Even with even with Robert Garcia in his corner, you don't think he can, he can get the dog? I think that's a bad idea, in my opinion, bro. Why? I mean, I don't think AJ is that type of fighter. Aggressive, you mean? Well, yeah, but, to me, he's not. Hold, he's not that. But we'll see. But, but hold up, before you go, you, you don't think if you know, say sometimes when you got your teal with you, you go down to the block and you like, yo, I got some backup. You don't think that'll make him feel better? Nah, bro. That that dog has to be in you. And I don't think AJ has it. And then uh, the only reason he beat Reese on the rematch was because Reese ain't no you uh he ain't no Usyk, bro. I don't I don't think he's gonna win this rematch. Nah, but indeed, like Ned said, I hope he does because I, I, I don't mind seeing Wilder and AJ either. That that's a that's a banger of a fight. Yeah, I would love that one. But uh all right, all right have Let, a have a blessed you. night. Likewise, likewise. We got two super chats. I got Mr. PBC says Floyd did it best, but Bivol did it better. And I got Jack. <clears throat> I got Jack that says uh Joshua stopping Usyk with Garcia. He's going to be aggressive and go to the body. The Mexicans love body shots. I got C Dub. What up? Yo yo, what's good, man? What up? LTVV, smash the like button. It's free. Do something. What we got? The picks. Adjustment. AJ. He gonna do it. He gonna pull it out. You know, people, man, boxing fans, fight fans, just. Man, you have a, a, a few, a couple of bad nights, man. People say you don't, you don't got the dog in you, man. You, you come to the boxing ring, give it your all, give your life every time. They say you don't got the dog in you, man. <laughs> That's why AJ approached that dude like that. Like, man, I mean, I don't think you'll say that to his face, but, but I mean, he, he showed the dog when he got up from Clisco. He showed the dog when he got hurt by White. And he showed the dog in many other fights. So, you know, you just choose another game plan, man. He probably just chose the wrong game plan. Let's choose another game plan. See how we do. We may we may get him, especially Usyk coming off the war. Hate to say it, you know, it's a built-in excuse, but you know, it's one that we don't got no control over. And um, I, I just wish. How much do you think he was able to duplicate from the first training, from the first camp? You think he was able to have the same camp? Usyk? Yeah. You think he was able to have the same camp with the war? I mean, he looked, going on he looked like he having a better camp. Let's be real. You know what? That's a good question because that putting on the weight might have been, you know, a byproduct of, of some of that preoccupation. So he might not have had a chance to, to really trim it down on the lean side. So he said, fuck it, I'll turn in the muscle in case AJ feel like, you know, banging on me. So again, 
that could be a, a reflection of what kind of camp he had as far as how you made that physical transformation, how much time you had to to work on what you need to. So I don't know. That's a great question, though. Yeah, yeah. Then some people say he put it on because he's going to come forward to knock AJ out this time because the last 10 seconds he was about to knock him out. So we're going to see, man, if he still put on that weight and able to move and be mobile and agile and fast how he was the first time. We're going to see. We're going to see what they're adjusting and everything. I'm really interested in the, the co-main. So um, I can't wait to, to buy this fight or go to the bar, whichever one I'm going to do. I think I'm going to buy it, but I'm not sure. Um, no, nah, I mean, I got the zone. So, no, nah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Been the zone subscriber since the beginning. So, yeah, I'm uh, out for the fight, man. AJ, I got AJ. I got, I got down. Herkovich, Phillip, the 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 boogeyman. I might be in my crow on that one. You know, on both of them because uh, Phillip early in the game, so he had a test. So it's the real test, and we are gonna check it out, man. Can't wait. Shout out TVV. All right, C Dub, thank you for calling in. And it looks like we got a few more callers. Majid, Majid, what up? Everybody need to like the video, subscribe to the channel, join YouTube members and Patreon for something. Um, shit, I got Hergovich winning that fight. I think he going to get a stoppage like within six rounds. And then, um, AJ, I, I'm sorry, uh. I don't feel like he could beat Usyk, you know. I'm like, he needed people to put the dog in him and all that shit. We see Usyk, he looking like he in more shape. So I think that he just going to um, outpoint this dude. If anything, AJ landed a good punch, he might, you know, get him out of there. But other than that, I ain't, I, I don't think he going to win that 12-rounder with him. But, uh, shit, that's all I got, man. All right, all right. Well, let me get out to... Mr. Benitez. SDS promotion. Real hate, man. That's like an art form, man. You know, it's like you like a born a hater, you know, like myself. Man, you know, I really don't care about these food shit, man. I'm here to tell you right now. Who says just hurry up and just fight somebody that we have to give a damn about? We don't care. Charlo with the little Instagram post or whatever with the sign signature. Man, there's no way in hell he signed up to fight no Canelo, man. Hey, 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 hey. Two other knockdowns that Wilder been knocked, knocked down and put his scrubbed off the internet, man. We all know that too. Winner of the ninth annual Player Hater of the Year Award is James Benitez. Uh oh, I know what's coming this time. I think I deserve that award too, man. Yo, what's up, Ness? What's up, King? I mean, how y'all doing? What up, JB? What up? What up? What's up, man? What's up, man? Yeah, I'm planning my travel for Brooklyn and everything just to go to the Caleb Plant event, man. So we definitely got to link up when I'm up there, man. You sound sure, like bro. a hater, man. Yo. You said Caleb Plant. I'm just keeping it real. <laughs> Yo, man, look. After he wins this eliminator and everything, man, the Benavidez family going to do what they do on our IG, man, afterwards, man. They're going to be outside selling used cars and shit like that. Hopefully you saw that post-nest, man. You know, they look like they could be very successful at that, man. But, you know, but also shout out to these callers, man, talking about how AJ ain't got no dog in him, man. All these fat-ass callers, they ain't never put on no gloves, actually never jumped no rope or never even ran a mile in their lifetime or anything like that. Talking about how AJ don't have a dog, man, the former Olympian, the former unified champion, 
done great things in sports, fought great fights, man. Everybody has an off night here and there, man. So let's see what he does in this Usyk fight. Even though I don't have him winning, I just want to see a better performance, man. That's all. Because it's all or nothing with this fight. Going to this weekend, I got, got Usyk, Hergovich. I definitely got the Beast Wilson losing, you know what I'm saying? Because I think he's the IG boxer. Um, other, other than that, Ness, man, yo, I'm just ready to see what happens after after the Eliminator, after the after the event in October, man. And we just move on with the 168-pound division, man. Yo, and always, man, uh, everybody need to smash the like button. And, yo, you're the best show on the, on the Internet, Ness, for uh, boxing. I love y'all. Wish you continue much success, man. I'm out. All right, James, man, appreciate the call. James just came through and emptied the clip, left the barrel smoking and pulled off. All right, uh, let's see who's on Discord. Looking like it is Long Beach. Uh, uh, Long Beach in the house, uh, yeah. Y'all be nuts. Yes, sir. All right. My brother, King Garmin, how you doing, bro? Long time. I'm great. The Honorable JP from Long Beach. What it do, bro? Oh, man. Just getting off of work. But look, look, man, I do feel like Joshua, for the longest I've been saying, Joshua's lost. And for the longest I've been saying, and I've come to a new conclusion also, I don't believe you can be in boxing just for money. You got to actually want to be great or a champion. I, once you are just doing this for money, if it's not the upcoming fight, it's the next fight where you're going to cash out. So I've heard a tabloid today with uh, AJ possibly retiring if he loses the Usyk fight. And so to me, man, that's where we're headed with it. Oh, but uh, I think AJ has a chance in this fight. Everybody's seeing Usyk all buffed up look. We all know that man got to be, what, 33, somewhere around there. You're not putting on no kind of natural, real muscle that's going to be functional in that amount of time. You can drink a whole bunch of protein powder like it looked like he'd been doing, but that shit ain't going to be for functional strength like that. It'll be heavier. A heavy don't make you stronger. That said, to me, Usyk is losing his best asset versus AJ, which is agility. He didn't need to be necessarily stronger. If you ask me, he could have even been a little more agile. He could have lost a little, maybe even five to ten more pounds and been even quicker on his feet, getting shots off faster, which to me would, is going to be, that's what's going to be AJ. If he tries to stand there and do some tough guy shit with him, that ain't going to be the way to go. Usyk is out here dressed like the legend of Zelda. I didn't know what the hell was going on in that face-off. But I don't like how AJ looks. AJ's all skinny and shit. I like the buff AJ. I've been wanting buff AJ back for the longest. That's the AJ that got off the ground of Vladimir Klitschko and talked to his ass. Told him, if you don't get me out of here, I'm going to get you. This skinny dude, I, he seems lost, man. He seems lost. But my uh, my prediction for the weekend, I'm going to go out on the limb like oh. Oh, call you always do. I always got to go against the grain like the homies be saying. I'm going to take AJ. I'm, I'm going to take AJ, man. I got AJ. Alright, AJ it is. We should have 
My boy and um hawking him down in the building. What time is it? What time is it? What time? Hawk in Maryland. Holy shit. 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 What's going on, um, Ness? Well, hey, man. Well. Uh, ain't too much. I'm high as a mother. Anyway, um, I don't. I don't got the confidence everybody else got, and I just don't see it in them, man. I don't. Um, I don't got AJ finishing the fight. I think uh, Usyk is gonna knock him out. I think you're gonna stop him by seven rounds. So if, if AJ can put something together off of. Uh, what he learning from Robert, he's going to have to do that very early. I've seen Usyk in fights where, uh, and when he was in those uh, the, the lighter division, when he was the champion at that division, when he was in straight-up wars, and he just finds a way. And I see, uh, I remember Joshua's particular fights, when he was in, you know, those type of wars, he didn't, um, he didn't seem to study on his feet. He don't seem to take punches that well. And Usyk, I just ain't really never seen him hurt. And when he doesn't look good, the next fight he looks better. So I just think he's going to beat uh, AJ because he was about to knock him out in that last fight. I, he, I think he let him go. But uh, I just got about seven rounds. It, it'll be over. Yo, no comment. All right. Oh, all right. Well, Hawk, man, we appreciate you calling in. I got a few more calls I got to get to. We're going to keep these phone lines moving. Um, Who's out here, man? We got the phone lines lit. It feels like an old Thursday again, man. Feels like an old Thursday. People calling in, man. Let me see here. We got John in Grand Rapids, Michigan. What up? How's it going, guys? All good. How's it going? I'm doing good. Um, I'm really excited for this fight just because I kind of, um, I mean, I just want to get this division moving so um to me i'm gonna be picking Usyk. i believe there was times in the fight where i thought joshua was taking a lot of unanswered punches and i think with the added weight Usyk might be able to get him out of there but i mean even if joshua loses i still don't want him to retire the same way i didn't want wilder to retire because i mean regardless of belts that's still a big fight and i want to see that you know just like most fans but that's pretty much just my thought on the fight. I'm picking Usyk by knockout. All right. What round do you think it happens, bro? Because I, I, I'm actually hoping that they go past 10 and a half. I would not be surprised if it's later in the fight. Because, I mean, it was later in the fight when I thought Joshua was taking a lot of unanswered punches. Because, I mean, the dude was physically gassed. You know, I think it's hard to fight somebody that, you know, moves around a lot and throws a lot of punches, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be later in the fight, maybe 10 through 12. But I, I, I think Joshua will give a good account of himself. 
just because, I mean, he has to. You know, you're with Robert Garcia. You can't really, you know, there there's going to be no excuses, you know. But that's just my thoughts, man. For sure, champ. Appreciate your call. We're going out to James Benitez with the counterpunch. But first, Mr. PBC says, Usyk was at home chilling, not in war. Stop this. AJ had a panic attack in the corner and left eye closed, and fight had to get stopped. Benitez. Yo, Ness, man. Hey, I heard you chuckle when I said the Caleb Plant event, man. So uh, PBC pretty much had to bring life into the event and everything by putting Caleb Plant on the card. How many pay-per-view buys did Wilder do in his last fight, and how many uh, pay-per-view buys did Caleb Plant do in his? I mean, who's the main event? Who's the co-main? That says it all. Just saying, man. Hey, even still, man, that you know that was going to be a shit. That was going to be shit buys, man. That was going to be a shit buy, man. Who's the main event? Who's the main event? Who's the co-main sometimes event? You, hey, man. Who fought Canelo? Hey, sometimes, who didn't? sometimes you got to be humble. You fought hey, Canelo. Hey, end of the day, we know the, the we, Hey, bro. Look, look, we know the road that kept, man, it could have, everybody knows it could have been the main event, man. At the end of the day, we know how humble Caleb Plant is, man, as a person. He just went ahead and did PBC a solid because they know they're going to make him the A-side when he fight Benavides. And also, man, I, you know, I feel what you're saying, man. I love my dog PBC, man, but this affinity with Bibble is just weird, man. You agree with that? Hey, I mean, what's your opinion on that, man? What you think of uh, Bibble? I mean, you guess you got no comment like most of us do. Nah, I guess nah, you got no comment like most of us do. Nah, I'm going to check out, man. <laughs> no, I'm saying, what you think of Bibble? Because, mm-hmm. Bibble, Bibble's all right. You know, I, I got to give him more respect, you know, that he beat Canelo. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't take nothing away from him. Mm-hmm. Is he a regular talking point? Nah. Uh, when you bring up the heavyweight division, excuse me, the light heavyweight division, of course, it's him a better be, you know? Uh, yeah, he's a talking point. Not a regular one, though. You got no, that's but not like, a I like how you, I like how you said that. Him, him and his potential dance partner, not just him by himself, correct? Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. All right, cool. I'm, hey, I'm out, fellas. <laughs> yeah, he crazy, huh? Yeah, he funny. He true to the hate, boy. He true to that hate. Uh, we going out to Houston. Let's start with this. I'm a creative genius. You don't want to get in the ring with me because you're a pussy. That's why. You see a red flag again. Me and Canelo would be a bigger fight than Canelo and Caleb Plant. How much did they sell? I guarantee you me and Canelo will sell more. And now, the most dangerous producer on YouTube. El Bandera Negro. Brandon in Houston. Brandon in Houston. Yo, drop that SDS shit, son. SDS Promotions. Yo. Yo. What up, I mean? You on, you, I mean, still on here or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Boy. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. What up, King? I mean, man, I love I love the championship rounds, but I'm always watching, man. I watch it. I listen to it sometimes, like, uh, on my treadmill walk, man. I, I enjoy what you be doing, bro. So keep doing for your sure. thing. Uh, oh, for sure. Uh, AJ don't have an identity. He ha- He's in an identity crisis. We don't know what AJ is going to do. He gets skinny. You know, we expect him to be big. He come out skinny. 
Sometimes he boxed. Sometimes he went abroad. He get knocked down. People think he ain't got no chin. They talking about retiring. I have no faith in AJ at all, man. This dude, Usyk, is, I think Usyk going to come out aggressive and beat the shit out of AJ, man. Hmm. And I, that's kind of hard for me to say, but, like, I think people talking about what AJ going to do, do he got a dog, like, Usyk might come in there and he's going to come out aggressive and beat the shit out of this dude. Because that left hand, I know you was watching this. I remember we was all watching it on a live chat. Like, <laughs> bro, this dude left hand is so sharp. AJ wasn't even reacting. It was like he didn't even have no reflexes. Like, that shit was coming, and he looking like he didn't hit him with two left hands, and he just not reacting to get out the way. Like, that shit, it don't even look right. So, McBrain, come back let me bigger. Ask you, though. Let me ask you. Yeah. AJ, I'm just asking. Don't shoot. AJ's been here before. Like, so you, you're higher on Usyk than you are on AJ's ability to go back to the drawing board and come back for the win. <laughs> Been there against who? A 463-pound a, a uh, Andy Ruiz? Like, <laughs> Andy Ruiz who, like, I mean, Usyk ain't Andy Ruiz. Like, I mean, I know Andy Ruiz got fast hands, but Usyk is like a super, he's a big Loma. He's a he's a super boxer, like, and AJ ain't have no answers. Even though he, he was wasn't some punches, like, Usyk was eating it. Yeah, man, he's right. That's <laughs> true, I mean. Like, no. but I don't see it, man. AJ got to prove me wrong because from what I seen in the last fight, like it, it was too easy. He wouldn't even he looked trigger he looked trigger shy, whatever you want to call it, gun shy. Like I don't know, man. AJ, like I said, he don't even have an identity. He walking around looking for trainers. He was going from you ever seen the movie North? I mean, I don't know. If it was Elijah Wood. He was going around looking for parents. Like <laughs> I, he had some kind of weird dream. And that's what that shit was like, looking for a trainer. Literally traveling across the fucking country looking for a trainer. While, while Uzi is in a war. Like, come on, bro. It ain't, it ain't no hey, good Brandon, way. listen. When AJ wins, I want you to make a special intro, Um, you know, for, for AJ. You can make something real triumphant with some horns in it. You know what I'm saying? I already like, got one. Know. Listen, I already got one for him. But, you know, it, 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 I already made it for him, you know. I don't know, man. Uh. What is, what's the other fight that's going on this weekend? I wanted to say something else. I forgot. I, it's another fight happening this weekend. Uh, I can't oh. even think of it, though. So, I maybe. Now, yeah, I don't know. fight but this weekend. I guess, um, no, but no, no, I wasn't never read to It wasn't never read to It was something else. But it's all good, though. That's all I want to say. AJ, you're in trouble, my man. You're in some real trouble. This man Usyk about to put hands and feet on you, bro. That's my call. Shout out to super producer Brandon Lenz. Not really showing AJ no love. All right. Well, that looks like everybody. I got a few callers on Blog Talk, but you haven't raised your hand, so I can't get to you. I'm going out to Big Fish Vega on Discord. Let the little fish go so that we can catch the big fish later. Mm -hmm. I'm the big dog at, at the Worldweight Division. WBC and IBF Welterweight Champion of the World. At the end of the day, I'm way better fighting Terrence Crawford. TheBoxingBoys.com. Being Terrence Crawford this side of the street. We clean our side of the street, then we come and have the Crawford. 640 or 730, wherever we get Say something else. Say something else. Big Fish Vega. Big Fish Mafia. It ain't a movement, it's a lifestyle.
Big Fish Vega, you gotta unmute. Hello. Hello. Me? Can you hear me? Kinda. Man, I don't know what's going on with Discord, nah, but uh. You mean your service? Yeah, that too, maybe. <laughs> But yeah, man, uh, to let you know, I do have subscriptions to ESPN Plus, The Zone, and Showtime, so I will be watching all three. You see the new name, Big Thief Vega. Thank you for that. Um, I'm really excited for the Joshua Usyk f- uh, fight. Uh, man, I mean, to pick him, it, it, it's tough. We really don't know what Joshua's going to bring, but I'm going to have faith in him. I am a fan of AJ. Uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Brandon was talking about Usyk coming forward. I think that's a bad idea. Joshua was landing clean, straight right hands. I think he'll definitely walk into something. The best thing Usyk did uh, with that left hand was using his footwork to set that up, finding little pockets uh, to fit it in. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going Joshua. I'm going to do close, unanimous decision with that. Uh, With the ESPN Plus card, I see they have a couple dudes on there. Antonio Morales, that six-foot-nine Mexican dude, trained by Robert, uh, Robert Garcia. Um, they got a couple undefeated Mexicans there too, Lindolfo Delgado and another dude. And the guy that gave, uh, gave Flores his first loss, uh, Luis, uh, Lopez is on there as well. So that might be a card I'll check out probably a couple days later. And, uh, man, you know, that Showtime card was down here in Fort Lauderdale. I was really looking forward to it, but Bruna pulled out. So I'm, I'm not going to go anymore. I'll just watch it on TV, but man, I'm really interested in those two title fights. Um, you guys talked me into uh, picking Poyo, man. I'm probably gonna put some money. Uh, y'all got him decision, or you just did like an over under? Hello. Yo, I I don't know. I think they I think they got him for an over under on Poyo. Ness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Poyo's oh, okay, the underdog. Poyo's the underdog. Yeah, so it's plus money. And uh, I think that Gutierrez uh, Garcia fight's really interesting. You know, Gutierrez, I remember watching him against uh, Alvarado. I know he comes forward, throws big punches. Um, Garcia, we saw what he did against Kohlberg. So I think that's going to be actually an entertaining fight. Um, and I'm going to go with Garcia. I, I, I prefer boxers. I think uh, he's just going to outpoint him. And uh, we're going to see how his chin, uh, how his chin is because Gutierrez is going to bring the big shots. Uh, all right, man. That's my call. Appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good one. All right, all right, all right. Uh, looks like we got another caller here. Who's this? Who's this? And this looks like it is Chicago. Chicago, what up? Don't know who this is. Is it Danny? Yo. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Who's this? Can you hear me? This is Darius from Chicago. I'm originally from Brooklyn. So we here. What's up, Darius? Oh, man, I'm really... What's going on? Um, thank y'all for the commentary tonight and um, the callers. Y'all have some really good insight on the fight. Uh, specifically, uh, the and Joshua. Um, I got... It's a tough one because I really like Joshua and Lucy. Lucy is in my top five fighters right now. Um, 
Joshua, yeah, somebody else brought up the identity. Um, Joshua has almost shown, like, different forms. Like, one, he lost against Ruiz, and that was actually a really crazy fight that was in the garden. That was crazy. Um, he was over, he was too jacked. He didn't know. It was like, he has a problem with staying off the center line when I see him fight. He can be so robotic to the point where he relies on his power so much that he oh, he keeps himself open for counterattack. He does, he's not very good with countering, at least recently. Um, I think the version of AJ that fought Klitschko was a different AJ. The version that fought Ruiz was a different AJ. The, the, um, the AJ that fought um, Ruiz and Ruiz, uh, AJ too, he was trying to be like Ali. He was like moving swiftly in the ring. Like, I don't know who that AJ is. So it's almost like I'm right now I'm kind of seeing him trying to fuse all of the versions of himself that won and lost in big moments and try to get the best of the best of what he was in those big moments. Um, that his keys to victory right now is just staying off the center line and maybe it's necess- be more aggressive, but do it. You know, you got to be more. Yeah, he's got to be smarter um, with the way he uses his offense, um, especially when he's on the inside. He's the bigger man. He can lean on him, smother Usyk, but he's got to get there. He left himself open to too many jabs, too many hooks, too many shots to the body. People are saying go to the body. He can, but he's also leaving himself open if he doesn't stay off the center. He needs to move to the side. He needs to move diagonally. That's something Usyk is really good. I'm not saying go box for box, but I'm saying use your power and be smart with how you set yourself up. Um, some of the fundamentals, I feel like he just needs to go back to. Maybe Robert Garcia can bring that up. I like I like Garcia as a as a manager. He does, you know, he looks for the best in who he trains instead of trying to train him to be somebody else. But again. Who is AJ coming to Garcia as? That's something we, we're not going to be able to see until fight night. But at the press conference, I saw the look in his eyes. I mean, he looks focused. Like at the times when he lost, he wasn't focused. When he's focused, he's he's a beast. Um, and the same thing could actually be said about Ruiz. Like, who, which Ruiz are we going to see the next time he fights Ortiz? Actually, I'm, I'm looking forward to that fight too for heavyweight for the heavyweight division. Yo, let yeah, me AJ ask you has real quick. to find out real exactly. Quickly. Yeah, yeah, quick, let me ask you, do you think that um, Garcia and, and uh, Joshua have had enough time together to work on some of those things, to, to give him a couple wrinkles in his game against Uzek this time out? No. AJ, to me, has a 25% chance. Hmm. And, that's, and that's really going back to the fundamentals. I don't think, no, I don't think they've had enough time to like, stitch anything in because um, it, it takes time to unlearn something. And then you gotta re you gotta you gotta reestablish. It takes some time. I don't know how focused he is, but um, is if he had a little bit more time, I would give him more of a chance. Um, I think some change is better than none. So I'm not gonna go and say like it didn't do any good, but I'm saying you know more time would have been. That's a good question. More time probably would have benefited him, so he can get used to it, whatever he's gonna be. Because I don't know who he's gonna be when he um, comes fight night. So I got Usyk 75 percent chance. All right, champ. Thanks for calling in. We got another new caller, what it looks like. Let me just actually fuck. Yo, champ, what was your name again? Darius. Darius, Darius. Thank you. All right. Um, I got another new caller, too. 
And that is out the six, seven, eight. All right, let me see here. That's Georgia, right? Definitely Atlanta. Definitely a new caller. What no, up? I'm not a new caller, miss. Who this, Jerome? No, I'm not a new caller. Yeah, I just called off my work phone because I had uh, my beach body on demand app open on my other phone. I was working out listening to the show. Okay, there you go. Get it in. Yeah, I, I really, my heart, well, I want to pick AJ, but it depends on which AJ shows up. I think if he does, when it'll be by unanimous decision or split decision, well, it depends on where his head is. If, if he on his game, he always tees the cues and folds when Usyk starts applying that pressure, and Usyk go keep that belt. I guess, I guess I'm just holding on to. A little bit of a sliver, I hope, that before AJ and Wilder hang it up, they end up in the same room. But that's all I got. That's my call. All right, champ. Thank you for calling in. Uh, looks like RNS1 says, more muscle equals more oxygen, Ags Deontay. And that is everybody. Any final thoughts, I mean, of Essex? Nah, man, listen, we got a great action ahead of us. You know what I'm saying? Uh, definitely go check me out on the box. Uh, of course, on the Boxing Voice, the Florida editions. I'm going to get out to Vegas sooner or later. But King Amina Vesics 1 on Instagram. King Amina Vesics 1 on Twitter as well. And on YouTube, those championship rounds. I'm over there heating it up. One day we're going to get the skipper over there. You know what I'm saying? And give him his 60-minute style interview conducted by yours truly king i mean of essex let's do it all right ladies and gents you already know tomorrow fight chats going down right what's tomorrow no actually it's friday see you in the morning mañana peace